listening to Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi. Okay, um, welcome to the new episode of Yoshiden. I am back in Los Angeles, specifically Rick Hall's uh, apartment. And so I am here with Rick, of course. Hi! <laughs> oh, this sounds like already a mistake. And I apologize if I'm not saying it right, but uh, today's guest, Cheki Noir. Am yep. I saying that right? Yep, that's correct. Cheki Noir. Um, so uh, I'm interested in interviewing you because, you know, when I talk, to you, you threw a bunch of interesting pieces of information, and uh, I want to talk to you about it. Um, this is just casual conversation, it's, you know. It's not a quiz or anything. So okay, okay. Um, so, um, well, first of all, you want to explain your name to everyone and what you do? Sure. Um, Checky Noir comes from the uh, the Checky cameras, the Instax Mini cameras. Uh, there's two kinds, two formats. There's the the smaller kind business card size, trading card size. Mm -hmm. Those are the more of the checky. These are the Instax, uh, Instax minis. And then there's the wider format, the Instax wide. And for some reason, they don't print that on those cameras, but um, they make the same sound. So I figured uh, the checky is from that. It's like the, the sound it makes when you hit the shutter. Yeah, sound. Do we, do we uh, require a different camera? A different, or? There's different models with different um, different models of the camera with different functions like um, self timers and double exposures and I think they uh, slowly increase the quality of the lenses that they have so supposedly the quality of the of the photos are better um, yeah I use I use I'm generally two or three cameras when I shoot and. Yeah, I like the quality of those, so I just stick with that. And I, li I like um, your website, and we're going to keep repeating it, but could you tell them your website address? Yeah, my website, uh, it's a Tumblr blog. It's www.checkingnoir.tumblr.com. Um, the title is Fresh Goodies, just because I thought it sounded cool and fucking... And can you slowly spell that for them? Um, the the website? Yeah. Um, sure, it's uh, www.checkingnoir.com. C H E K I dot uh checky sorry I fucked that up. Uh C H E K I N O I R checky noir dot tumblr T U M B L R dot com. Okay. Does it sound right? Was that yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how we may I think I think you add me on Twitter account and um what I usually like to do is when people add me I I, I like to check who added me and I, I do look and um, usually the one have um, make a little bit of effort to put like a sentence or two or even have a website I want to check those you know and I, like I checked your website like in the bio yeah and I, I'm, I'm curious because you just never know you might meet interesting people listening to the shows and obviously today's one of those days that's how you found out about Google right <laughs> <laughs> actually Yahoo <laughs> Yahoo Japan so I looked at your pictures, and I, I like it because it's basically, you have a, uh, attractive nude models, but uh, you Female. Females, yeah. Female, <laughs> female um, models. And its um, format is in Polaroid pictures, right? Yeah. And um, yeah. Rick and I, we were talking about that. There's something about Polaroid pictures that is, um, 
it seems more per- permanent and instant and um, I don't know it, it just feels more real than compared to say digital pictures even the digital pictures you probably get better pictures but kind of like I always like things are more raw and gritty and I mean how do you like those polar pictures right uh, I, I like them a lot I, I just think it has a real sleazy vibe uh, and also you're right it, it's like an artifact of a, a specific time like you don't people don't, I think you can make duplicates of Polaroids professionally but I don't know if it's easy to do <laughs> I, I think they have they have printers where mm-hmm. you can use some of the uh, the instax film and I know the Polaroid um, spectra format had a printer but I think that was only um, compatible with PC and uh, I've actually uh, bought I actually have bought some Polaroids on eBay where I suspect that really? they're fake that they were printed on that because they are right. the spectra and because I've seen the actual digital photos of that model and that pose uh-huh. and it just doesn't smell right so yeah, yeah. I've encountered that before So you think they were shot on a different camera and then printed out on the I think they were digital files uh-huh. and someone liked it and you know had the printer and printed uh-huh. the Polaroids out mm-hmm. and yeah, they could pass them out pass crazy. them off for it yeah because yeah. if you look at the quality match it it's just that they're fishy you know wow and I, I I have to say as a perver and I can't say professional perver because uh, it would be insult to people who are really pervert like <laughs> real pornographer like Joey because they really work hard being pervert and yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a lot of respect for those guys but I, I kind of like Polaroid also because, you know, back in the day when, when I used to go to porn convention in the late 90s and take pictures of a girl, I just hated the fact that I ended up sharing those pictures with the guys working at the drugstore or photo places because I know they make copies of those. That's so right, obvious. Right. And like I even caught a couple of them, you know. And yeah. um, But there's something about Polaroid where it was that moment you were able to take a picture of that girl and no one else, unless you show it to other people it's, it's yours and no one have access to it i kind of like that yeah. i think that's one of the reasons i don't mind just scanning them and putting them online because i know mm-hmm. it's like even if i share them and you can see the digital one and reproduce the digital one i i still have the original you yeah, know yeah. no matter what no matter whoever says who took it it's like doesn't matter it doesn't even matter if the photo is not credited like a lot of photographers who take a lot of digital trip on that shit, sure. yeah. they set up the watermarks and shit. like i own this it's in my room i yeah. i have it so I don't know. I feel I feel confident like that. And and I don't know what it is. Polaroid. It just seems like for for one reason or another, when you have Polaroid pictures of girls, people who look at those pictures thinks I actually knew the girl. Like if you have a right. if yeah, you have right, a regular right. pictures, it seems like you could have made a copies of it. Yeah, yeah. But something about Polaroid pictures, it just seemed like well, I, w- I was there. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. because there's only one theoretically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The, uh, you know, in the old days, it had a real. <laughs> easy connotation to it too because it was like the there was no (coughs) digital so there was no uh there was no instant film except for polaroids sure so it would that was like the beginning of homemade porn or you know guys who were you know just like the the lowest level of the porn industry would be using polaroids big time so it's like it, it it from the from the start i think it always had that sleazy Connotation to it. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like it. It's it's almost like. Um, have you ever done this? Like you do, you look at the old um, bank statements for credit card from years ago, mm-hmm. and you look at the statements and what you bought. And like sometimes someone like, what's all this shit I bought? You know, like weird things. Like when you when I look at those statements, it remember reminds me where I was in my life. And like when I look at old pictures, like even from convention from like 12, 13, 14 years ago, like 
it brings me this memory back from those days. Like, yeah. it's I know a lot of people see it as like a sleazy past, but like I don't know, it's kind of fun nostalgia items. You know, mm -hmm. it reminds me. Well, and, compared to your sleazy present, it's very. <laughs> <laughs> Family-oriented. But oh, it's, it's also like I ended up appreciating those girls later on because especially the one didn't age that well. It's, it's, I know some, some feminists think this is like um, degrading to women, but there's nothing more degrading than getting old and see your body kind of de start mm -hmm. deteriorate. Um, I can't say that for nude men because I, I don't find any value in it, but when you see a picture of a young, beautiful woman, I think she could probably even appreciate it. if she volunteered to take be taking those pictures. Yeah. It's kind of like a nice reminder how beautiful they were, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's a nice. You gotta have you gotta be open minded enough to appreciate that to start yeah. off with. Though, like you said, a lot of people, a lot of people don't. I don't know if anyone appreciate. You know, I mean, I don't know if the models appreciate the photos I took later on. But you know, it's it's not my you know arena to to, to think about that or. I don't know. I mean, I know I'll appreciate it later on. I mean, mm. I know a lot of the photos I've taken years ago, I still look at it now, or I'll try to reblog. I'll start reblogging photos from before, and I'll sure. still think, these are still great. You know, mm -hmm. I still love these photos. There's still value to them. I think a lot of people haven't even really seen them, you know? Yeah. And the people that do leave notes or likes and, you know, reblogs, thank you if you're listening out there. But yeah, I mean, every little bit helps. So what, why, why, why do you think? Well, why do people have to resort to like a judgmental thing right away? Like, oh, you guys are perverts. Like, but it's how we're programmed. But I mean, it, it just seems so silly to me. I, I like looking. I'm 44. I'm 45. Three months from now, mm -hmm. if you ask me, 10 years from now, I don't think my edits would still change. Maybe, obviously, my sex drive is even lower than now, which is not difficult to believe. But. Um, it just seemed like it's that's that's something that we love to look. But what? Why? Is this something that you could talk with your families and friends and stuff? Or I you kind of have I mean, to I, hide? Choo I choose not to because mm. I I don't think I value their opinion as far yeah. as this stuff goes. I don't want to know what they think because mm -hmm. I mean maybe they look at porn. Maybe you know I don't want to know what they look at. I don't want to know their sure. private stuff. So I mean I just look at it like that. This is something I do and um, yeah, it makes me happy and. I find time to do it. I take care of other aspects of my life. So, fuck it, you know. Got to whatever, whatever. Carpe diem and shit, you know. I have an uh, interesting story about that. Yeah. It's like I, I uh, when I was doing the. Wait, but by the way, um, for those of you who haven't heard the uh, previous episode, I don't even know what number Rick was uh, on the show. A great friend of mine who got me a job with Evil Angel, and he worked years for Leg World, was it? Yeah. Larry Flynn. <clears throat> Um, you also worked for Al Goldstein's, uh, what was it? Uh, um, uh, I, wrote, I wrote a column for Screw. Screw well, Magazine, well, which I was, is... I was doing uh, High Society Magazine also. Uh, Screw Magazine is very influential. And it was, a, it was, was an institution in New York City. And um, you, you were one of the pioneers in like, like doing the zines early in the 90s. So Rick, Rick, I, I, I take Rick's opinion very highly when it comes to stuff like this. So anyway, go ahead, go ahead with your story. Well, just to the idea of, it, of your family, like when I, I, uh, <coughs> I guess uh, one of my, my great uncle got, uh, got word that I was doing uh, when I was doing Leg World, and he wrote me this letter, and he was like, uh, 
please don't tell your aunt about this. Uh, uh, I, but I would, I really would like to learn more about <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. And this guy was like, like he was uh, head of like a, a, a trucking uh, uh, union mm-hmm. like back in Pennsylvania. Uh, tough guy, oh, very, like very surly when we were kids. You know, yeah. Like, uh, and it's like it's like I didn't even write him back. I, just, like, I don't. For one thing, I I had no contact with this guy, and then out of the blue, he writes me this like basically begging for porn thing. It's like I don't want to know what. Did just, he see? He saw you credited <clears throat> in the magazine. I don't or know. Pre- I don't know. know. I think he heard. He might have, might have heard from uh, from my dad or something that that's what I was doing. I don't know what what it was. But <laughs> it was just, I, I, it I was like that. so embarrassing. Like I don't want right. to see uh, people that were adults when I was a kid. I don't really want to know. It's like, it's like, you don't want to see your parents fuck. I had a, I had an uncle. That's where I, you and I differ. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in your, your case, you want to fuck your parents. But you know, you know, you know, Rick, if, if my, one of my uncle asking me, I I would talk to him about it. I'm more than happy to help that person because, Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I just think, um, um, Germans does this, and I think Dutch does it too. I I, I think it it's great. They uh, they give discounts. The prostitutes give discounts to handicapped people as far as older people, mm. and um, <sighs> sexual rights yeah. and and having these um, um, sexual needs. I think it's just normal. Yeah. And I think I'm not a psychologist, of course, but um, I think it just seemed like some of these dictators. It just seemed like they had like sexual problems. I don't know. There's a lot of this really weird sexual energy is not yeah, yeah. adequately um, used in a more healthier way, I guess. Yeah. But if my uncle asked me, I, I I wouldn't have a problem with it. And uh, and I'm curious too. I'm 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 not the type of person think Rick Ricky Rick is into uh, chicks with the long legs and uh, Chicky here is is only into girls with uh, flat ass or something you know like I'm more like I'm just curious like wh- where did that taste come from you know I'm more of the curi- more than anything curiosity if it, if it was anyone I wasn't related to I mm-hmm. would feel the exact same way and I and I mm-hmm. and I and that's what made it all the more pathetic was that he was reaching out. Because he probably didn't have anybody else to reach yeah. out. Yeah, and and, and <clears throat> the idea that I would be the one that he would reach out to. Yeah, it it caused me shame that I would you know like not uh, respond. You know, mm. but it was just no, but you know but what? It's just too weird. It was felt inappropriate. You know? Yeah, and he, I, he was the same guy. Like when I went up with my girlfriend we, when I first tried to move to New York. Yeah, I uh, we we uh, st- stayed at their house and we had to stay in separate rooms. Yeah, you know, it, it's like it was the kind of thing like these very straight laced people, you know, and just the idea that he's like. But do you think do you think that was just like an act because they want to maintain this facade of like being so called decent people? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't uh, know. I, I think a lot of the problem, like you know, I'm, I'm of course we're kind of diverting this area that <laughs> we were planning to talk, but I, I have a lot of respect, and you and I we have a lot of respect for people in sex business and sex workers, you know. And I, I hate this, this stigma, but um, um, I, I, I really felt like the guy working at the bar and, you know, some miserable fuck comes in with their problems and, and uh, you listen to them offering their drinks and trying to, like, uh, at least listen what they have to say. Well, when I used to work at the porn retail store, and after a while, when, when you see the same faces a couple of times a week, you, you talk to them and, like, um, you try to help them and, 
it's it's you know we're, it's 2014 and people are still afraid to bring this stuff up yeah, you know crazy. and i just think you know what you do checky and what rick do with writings and stuff business i just feel like we're we, we really are the foot soldiers of trying to help people with this because i, I think Let's be honest, like last century, one of the three biggest thinkers was uh, Karl Marx, Einstein, uh, oh, by the way, they're all Jews, and, 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 and Sigmund Freud, you know, and, and maybe some of his theories are wrong, but sex is just a big, big part of who we are. And yeah, so um, I, lo I love your pictures and I, I recommend people to check it. So um, while I'm talking to you, maybe we'll go back and forth with Rick's background. But so first, um, I mean, how old were you, like, when you started getting interested in looking at girls and stuff, you know? Do you remember? Like, I mean, in all through life, I mean, like, my earliest memories. I mean, when I was five, six, watching mm -hmm. TV and, I mean, even shit like Gilligan's Island. Sure. You, know, you see Ginger and, you know, yeah. Ginger's hot or you see, you know fucking happy days and shit and Fonz gets the chicks and sure. Three's Company and fucking this is one funny dude living with two chicks and yeah and I mean I remember Playboy magazine be around in my house and you know knowing that they're around looking for them and then you know finding would, would you have gotten in trouble if your dad or mom caught you looking at it did you live in that kind of house? I did, yeah. They they caught me because I would I would find it I would wind up stealing it keeping it in my room mm -hmm. my mom would clean my room and toss them out i'm sure you know like yeah. every, like every kid everywhere yeah. and uh but eventually i found the beta tapes we had um <laughs> this big bag of beta tapes and we were kids under 13 said what's beta yeah, tape yeah i was around 12 or 13 when i like found we had a vhs player mm -hmm. that was hooked up to the tv <clears throat> but we kept the motherfucking beta player and it's like sure. why right. why are we keeping that piece of shit you know look around and it's like you find the beta tapes and you're like all right you pop them in and I remember seeing like um, my favorite one. I still remember is the 1982 Playboy Playmate review with like Shannon Tweed and uh, <laughs> Karen Witter and fucking um, oh, some other ones. My Shannon was a good-looking woman. Beautiful back then. models, and it's mm -hmm. like you're 12 years old and you're like fucking blood is rushing and you're just like heart sure. is pumping and you're like this this is the this yeah. is it you know this is it. <laughs> I, I I figure now it's like it's like a drug effect you know sure. like <clears throat> same thing with porn like you know if you fucking just saw Don John like a few weeks ago and fucking is the same same shit you know so fucking that was that was a fun yeah. movie did you see right. it right no. no it was great it's it's great to watch I watched it with my girlfriend it's great movie I, I suggest a lot of couples watching it you'll you'll be surprised what you I think uh, Joseph Gordon Lovett is that is that, yeah. his name yeah, yeah. Like he he played one of these like Jersey Shore type of guy in the in, in East Coast so funny. and he's addicted to porn even though he fucks a lot of hot girls right when the girl passes out, he have to look at porn, jerk off to it, and Scarlett Johansson become one of his uh, love interest in the movie. But um, I just thought it was a little unrealistic with that movie because it, yeah, with, with how it went, you know, towards the end and stuff, is it just kind of different. It just <laughs> seemed it just seemed unrealistic that you you can't have meaningful relationship with a guy, but the guy still will look at porn. I mean, what do you, I mean, I guess we're biased, I guess. I guess, I mean, I don't want to give up too much of the movie or whatever, people <clears> haven't <throat> seen it, but it wasn't too much to me about love. Mm -hmm. It was about finding someone that met your sexual needs, because they didn't focus too much about the love part, you know? Because, I mean, I have love in my relationship, and but there's uh, nothing about porn or anything. That's I can keep that completely separated, you know? It's, to me, porn, you know, jerking off is a, a waking up thing, you know, like... 
I'm tired, I need to get to sleep type thing, you know, sure. fucking, it's more more of like a tool rather than, you know, an addiction now. And, 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 and um, I think some women complain that, um, why would you need to have porn? We're, have, we're having sex all the time. Wife or girlfriend would say that. But I always tell them, you know, porn is kind of like vitamin. Maybe he's getting all the nourishment from you, but maybe it's just not enough. And right. it's hard to ask, if the guy knows that she's not into certain things that he is, he doesn't want to cheat on her. So how do you satisfy that? It's usually through porn or whatnot, you know? And um, uh, of course, I'm not the most healthiest person, so maybe I'm, I'm, I'm saying all, all the extra, wrong thing. Extra vitamins. Yeah. Um, so you have this website. Uh, when did you start taking pictures? Started taking pictures in uh, 2010. Uh, January of 2010, started taking photos. Um, yeah, just started started slow. I mean, I guess I'm still going kind of slow. I'm not a fast worker at all, so. Um, yeah. I mean, how, how does one somebody, you know, Rick and I work in adult business, so it would have been easier to find someone, but how does one, like, not in that traditional business to start taking pictures of girls naked? I mean, yeah, with the internet now, I mean, mm -hmm. start with Craigslist, they're like Model Mayhem, <laughs> and just start networking the like model mayhem feels like my uh like myspace or sure. you know it feels like a social networking site so if you're not a complete douchebag and you can go and be respectful and be honest and you know know how to propose certain things and know realistically what you're looking for if you're just trying to bang random model chicks i mean that ain't gonna work so if you're honestly trying to take photos of, of models and stuff and be respectful and just know what you're looking for and ask for it and i guess those girls have dealt with the enough guys to know like there's certain way of saying things would be red flags to them right yeah yeah, yeah. and i imagine um there's even some guys that can do that but based on their quality of work you know i guess i mean i feel very fortunate because you know the aesthetic of the polaroid is you know it is mm -hmm. acceptable it is pleasing to look at so people do accept it you know accept that format so sure. i feel fortunate enough that you know models see it and they find that aesthetic value so you know, based on everything, they, they are willing to take a chance and, I see. and work with me. And that's the tough part, right? Because... I think getting every model to say yes is the tough part. For Getting every model to say yes, I mean, honestly, for free, you know? I mean, that's, that's the tough part, you know? Being established and, you know, somebody hearing your name and be like, yeah, I want to work with that guy, you know? Mm -hmm. That's getting successful. That's that's the tough part. So so the so key is uh, obviously you find a girl that you want to take a picture of, contact them, and if they say yes, then if you don't have a huge portfolio, you have to offer them money. I'm assuming. I mean, um, for me, I I mean, I'll I'll offer them I'll offer them money no matter what. I mean, well, I, I shouldn't say no matter what. I mean, because it's it's different with every model, but. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I imagine if you're if you're not established, I mean, money money talks. You know, sure. if nobody knows who you are, the more money you offer, the more they're willing to take a chance because that's that's what they're looking for. You know, and, and I I think you said uh, on your website um, the one girl that's always uh, repeat multiple times is that Moretta? Yeah, Moretta. She's my home girl. Yeah, and she's got a, awesome. like a very like anime style color for hair. Yeah, I mean. Um, for, yeah, most of most of the shoots we did, her hair, the, her hair was pink. Mm -hmm. um, our first shoot, I believe, it was like platinum blonde, mm -hmm. and now um, it's like February twenty fourteen. She's 
she's had black hair for maybe a month or two now. Um, yeah, that's that's her mood. But yeah, she's just, she's a little kitty cat. So, so what you know, like like we'll we'll mention names of the girls and we'll get back. Like, okay. You know, other yeah, look stuff, them up. Look them up. I hope everyone's looking them up while while they're listening. So, like a girl like her, what, what is she just doing this for fun, or is she thinking like a long term career? Um, I mean, like a like a lot of girls, I guess I talk to. I mean, they're they're aspiring, you know. But I mean, they got other things in their life that they want to do also. Sure. You know, so um, a lot of times they're you know still in school maybe, or sometimes they're yeah. dancers, or a lot of times they're traveling models and. Um, they do work with, uh, you know, uh, porn companies doing boy-girl stuff. So, um, but with Moretta, I mean, I know she uh, she worked with Burning Angel. She uh, did a lot of stuff on that's there. That's a big porn company. Yeah, right? uh, Joanna Angel runs mm-hmm. that. I think that's that's out of L.A. too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, she, she did some, uh, oh, just epic is the only way I can describe it. Yeah, it's, uh, Epic gangbang on uh, on Kink. Uh, I don't even know how long ago that was. Moretta there? Yeah. Yeah. She did boy girl stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, she, I didn't know that. She does a lot of boy girl stuff. Um, yeah, Brazzers, I think. She oh, okay. Uh, I don't, I don't Reality know Kings or one of those, uh, those guys. Burning Angel, Kinky yeah. Out. She po- possibly. I I don't even. I don't. Know. I didn't know she did porn. I didn't know stuff. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so okay, then say no more. I, I I thought she only took new pictures, and I always want to know like the girls that do like amateur new pictures. I, I I'm trying to figure out what's what's their end game, you know? Like, um, right? I mean, oh. I mean, traditionally, this is the way I always thought in high school and uh, when early in college. Um, I never thought Playboy magazines pornography, even though maybe feminists might um, disagree. But I thought the girls who make it to centerfold it's like a resume portfolio because some musician or actor is going to start dating you know i i just i just that's how i saw them you know it's i mean like do you a, think do you think it, it's, it's, it's something that lead to bigger career or okay. better, so it's definitely beginning to something bigger, bigger not, yeah, not the end yeah i don't I, I don't know how true it is when these girls say i just want as many men to see me but i don't know i always thought of like uh, for a lot of them it's like uh um, stepping stone to something else. At least if they live in LA. I think pictures of nude women used to be more rare. Yeah. So when you did see someone nude, it was it was grander. Yeah. Now it's like the second you turn on your computer, you know. So, I mean, in fact, less is more now because I think a lot of people like Maxim pictures probably better. Um, yeah. Now it's yeah because there's oh, there was a great article. Um, I forgot who wrote it. It was on Vice. Um, I Twitter linked it, uh, maybe it was a week or two ago, and it was about fashion and mm-hmm. about, you know, even like when women wear certain clothes, that depending on the clothes type of clothes that they wear, it makes them feel sexy. Sure. You know, so it's the same thing now where it's like, there's been so many nude photos that depending on how you dress someone, it looks sexier than if they're completely nude. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, it's the internet, everything's kind of gotten flipped, you know, so now we got to... I guess be more imaginative, be more creative, you know, with with our kink and our fetishes and how we express it and how we try to persuade other people to to like what we like or you know make things cool or make things acceptable or it's it's just like I told Rick one time, like when I was in Afghanistan, I didn't see women. I saw women, but they're covered. Except when I went to these um, French and Italian medical uh, facility up in. Uh, um, 
uh, what, why am I forgetting the place? Um, three hours from Cabo, I can't remember now all of a sudden. But all of a sudden I saw these women in like ankles and stuff. And like, was, it was such a turn on, but like, if you're living in LA, just seeing a little bit of a leg is not going to drive you crazy. But if you don't see women the whole week, that like you found, it, you found it erotic to see. Yeah, that. and I think these like uh, pictures of like turned out to be a dude. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but when you see pictures of like side boob pictures where it's covered with clothes beside, it just seemed like it's funny if you see too much, and I've seen too much over the years. <laughs> It's it just kind of nice to change it up and, uh, uh, you know, what do you think, Rick? Uh, I think you're right. I was I was just thinking about uh, the, the photos I've seen of your stuff and how you were saying you need to set thing, you know, set yourself apart in some way with the nude photography. And I, I noticed that a lot of the stuff that i not really a fan of, like a lot of times guys will just start throwing all these props in and like crazy costumes and stuff like that mm -hmm. and it, a lot of times it, it just you know just adding clutter but i like the fact that your stuff is really pretty simple you know you like to you there's some photos i have i think yeah. um if you look through all my stuff I'm, I'm like just when you're talking about cluttered stuff i mean mm -hmm. i do throw in things you know yeah some of my older photos i maybe it doesn't get too distracting yeah hopefully but um Sometimes you need to, you just talk about like random stuff like balloons or yeah, just, yeah, fucking, uh, just random bullshit, right? In, you know, in the old old porn, the one things that used to drive me crazy is like they'd always have like feather boas and long strings of pearls and bullshit like that. And it, it just drove me crazy. You mean like on on like a penthouse chick? Or yeah. Are you talking about like like fucking porn or no no in in, in nude, nude photography, not not hardcore. Yeah. And you know it's it's, it's kind of like the whole stereotype of porn where the guy delivering pizza and stuff. It just I wish they would spend some time do something that is original and looks natural. You yeah, know, yeah. It's just it's just tiresome. Um, I I think Rick and I because we work in the business for so long. Um, whenever I know Rick doesn't approve of this, but um, I'm friend with Hunter Moore, and you know you're familiar with his pictures, and I know he's getting accused of certain things and if if they're accusing him of certain uh like hacking and stuff i can't support that sort of thing but to say you don't value or uh, turn on by those pictures I, I mean i i gotta be honest they're they're like i was blown away because there's something about porn where the pictures are available it was meant for massive consumption versus these pictures are not meant to be seen by anybody else except for that one particular guy she took the picture for right. and it's just like i i never really thought about it because until i saw his pictures i thought it's just going to be so difficult to come up with new idea in, 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 in erotica and porn and uh here, here it is you know so on one hand it's wrong on the other hand i, I couldn't stop looking at those pictures you know and, well uh, I, I i totally understand that i just think because I'm a creep, I understand. You no, know. no, and, and, and embrace <clears throat> your inner creep, Yoshi. I, I have no problem with that. I just find that the level of creepiness to be the one to, you know, shame somebody for taking, you know, mm -hmm. private porn photos. You know, I, I just yeah, that's what turns my stomach. You know, is, is that attitude? And, I'm I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted by that. I do like to look at them still. See, and you see it on the comments on the on those uh, revenge porn sites. Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, these guys like fucking whores lol you know it's just like this whole idea like you, they want to punish women for taking uh for making porn yeah it's to me that's 
not somebody who's an honest pervert, but it's like somebody who has a real serious hatred, you know, There's some sort of social disorder yeah. or something. It's no, that's. Not, I mean, I, I, um, I'm not. And, 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 I know I joke a lot, but that's not the reason why I'm looking at and, them. And know. honestly, I'm not. I'm not Mr. Porn Positivity. I know there's like a dark side to sure. sexuality, but, but if you, you know, I. But I do think in general, um, freer sexuality and 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 new photography and porn mm. and all anything. Uh, uh, media depictions of sexuality are a net benefit to the world, you know. It's yeah. Like, I wish there had been more porn when I was growing up. It was, really, you know, instead of something I had to go that crazy to find, you know. That, that, that reminds me, even though I have had, <laughs> still have probably Evil Angel, but my former boss, John Stalliano, made a pretty compelling uh, point, which is for most average guy, they were never going to have access to women that look like that, those beautiful women of the world. So, Looking at the look at them nude is the closest thing to have uh, uh, the taste of the women that look like that, you know. And uh, and who doesn't like beautiful women, you know? And um, I like looking at them. But once again, if you work in the porn business after a while for a long time, seeing too many beautiful girls get boring too. So yeah. I don't know. I I just kind of like I go these phases where. I check a little bit or something like I'm into it, but after I get burned out, I want then I have to look for something else too. I think yeah. everyone's like that, you know. You go through different phases, you know. Mm. Like I might be into hentai, you know, one week or a month or fucking whatever, and I might be bored of that, and you know, I want to look at something else later and fucking you know do that. But that's what's cool about it. it's fantasy, you know. Sure. You don't you don't have to have any commitment towards it or whatever. It's just something you can you know for a release, you know, enjoy yourself and fucking. That's it, you know, it's yeah. your own, get lost in your shit for a little while and fucking feel good. <laughs> so when you contact these girls, when they say yes, and I was surprised to hear that uh, most of the time they show up by themselves, no uh, chaperone or anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm a way cool guy and I can talk like a motherfucker and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, um, Everyone's different. A lot of them, I think they show up alone because they are traveling. They're from different parts of the country, different parts of the world. Wow. They're traveling alone. You know, they're not going to be, you know, no one has time, even if they have a significant other, you know, who's going to take time out of their schedule to, to do this, you know, unless they're making bank and they're successful in the in the industry already. Sure. But a lot of the traveling girls, just because, you know, yeah, they are they are traveling and working. They're on a business trip, you know, essentially. So so they, they, they go to modelmayhem.com and say, modelmayhem.com, yeah. I'll be Los Angeles from this day to this day. There's a casting call area mm -hmm. um, that you click on and uh, you got to work it. Um, just click on the, the, you know, whatever you're looking for, the mile radius, the city, sure. whatever. And it gives you, you know, boom, boom, bam, a list of uh, models in, uh, in the LA area from the, yeah, like you said, from this date to that date. And there's a little description and then you email them, propose something and... Um, usually the the traveling models they're they're more um, um, I mean they're they're working so they they want to work with as many photographers as they can they have more um, I guess more incentive because they are paying for their trip out of their own pocket so yeah traveling models are great that way and this is where it get really um, great you know because if if um, you know sometimes you talk a girl and like the way she carried herself and this is you know no indication her, her moral or anything but you get energy like oh you know she she probably kind of with extra money she might do something be, beside she's a goer 
Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and I'm not going to judge her. Like, is it like, like, hey, if I give you a hundred bucks, would you mind letting me put my dick in your mouth or something like that, right? <laughs> you don't say that to every girl, but like, uh, depends on the girl. You know, you could kind of tell. So, so what, what, is, what is that? Because I think that's, that's when cops get that, really annoyed. I think, like, is, is that, I think that was the first thing you said to me, actually. When we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? <laughs> So, so is that they're, they're still protected, right? Because that's mo- that's not prostitution. I mean, how how does that work? I mean, obviously, if, when you have a porn shoot, it's, it looks like porn, but it gets kind of gray, doesn't it? Can you get busted for that? I I'm not really sure what you're asking me. I yeah. I've I've for the record, I've never done anything like what you're talking about. <laughs> no. no, no. I mean, I, yeah, okay, you know what I mean, like. Um, I wasn't planning to take a, a sex pictures, but like after taking pictures, and I got this vibe oh. that she's cool. So we ended up like. I, I think uh, you're being way too um, uh, literal about mm-hmm. the porn laws. The porn laws are just there for uh, for cops to bust uh, prostitutes and Johns, or, mm-hmm. and and you know anybody that they want can be called a prostitute or a John. Sure. You know if you're in like a, a if you're having sex and there's any. Uh, financial thing involved or even that they can suspect it's like you're pretty much guilty until proven innocent you know? oh but what, what i'm saying like i remember uh do you know a guy named tt boy yeah yeah, yeah yeah i remember um and uh i think jake steed um they used to do these like the street hooker lines i don't remember the exact titles but mm-hmm. they used to go around and literally pick up a hooker right and they film it so um I mean, I, I guess my question is, like, if I want to protect myself and not get in trouble getting processed in USA, why don't you just put a damn camera in the room and yeah. film it? a lot of people have said that, yeah. I mean, the, the, it, it, depending on where in the, the country you are, that's a way out. I mean, I mean, if, if you tell me that's all it takes, and like, why doesn't every John have a hotel room and put a camera in there? Because nowhere in the law said you have to release it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Right, right. You could just film it right. and, like, why... Right. If you if you're gonna literally let people film for porn, why even have prostitution illegal? It just you're only getting people technicality. Then that's what you're saying to me. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> and yet people aren't doing it. It's yeah, just a, it's it's just a way to hassle people. It's a way for government to control people's sexuality. It has nothing to do with mm-hmm. you know. It, that, that's why there's a lot of myths about uh, prostitution that I didn't realize that uh, you know we've talked about like you know in um, when you see it in the movies, uh, you always have uh, prostitutes asking the John if uh, if he's a cop, mm-hmm. and thinking that and supposedly the rule is if he says if he if he, if, says, if he li- he's not allowed to lie, basically, which yeah. is total bullshit. This is same thing buying and, weed, and, and and still like uh, you know sex workers to this day still believe that mm-hmm. that that protects them in some way, and it's, it doesn't. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's total in America. That's supposed to be the case. Yeah, I mean, I mean, according to the uh, according to you know the movies. So it's like it's strange laws. Um, <laughs> so were you were you nervous the first couple of times when the girl showed up and you took pictures, or you were like calm? Um, I still get nervous sometimes. I guess if the girl is well known enough, or not really anymore, because I mean, I mean, I smoke a lot of weed. So I mean, the more I smoke, the the calmer I can be, mm-hmm. um, but 
Yeah, I mean, the first few times, yeah. I mean, I get, you know, anxious sometimes, you get dry heaves, and, you know. Who was your first shaking. girl? Um, first girl I ever shot was a girl named Chrissy Marie. Um, What'd she look like? She's very cute, got huge tits, got skinny waist, big ass. I mean, she was she's hot. She's hot as, you know, cute, hot, um, and pretty. I have a, I have a triangle. <laughs> cute, cute, hot, and pretty. It's like the perfect girl is not all the way for all three. Yeah. But I mean, she was she was she was cute, cute and hot. Yeah. Um, I yeah, she was. Uh, I guess she had an ad on Craigslist, and I was I was looking through that, and uh, she had actually told me that she had a profile on Model Mayhem mm -hmm. if I wanted to see her photos. So. I had an account there already, so I was like, cool. You know, I'm like, I have an account, but I don't have any photos set up yet, so we decided to meet, we shot. Do you have to pay money to have an account? Uh, no, no. Okay. Uh, free account, you can have <clears throat> up to something like 14 photos for free. And I see. If you want to have more photos, you got to pay. And I see. I did that for a while until I had a Tumblr, and I did that, and now my Tumblr's free. I have so many photos on that, and so I said, fuck that, I ain't paying anymore. And, and Tumblr, you could put new pictures, right? Yeah, yeah. I Instagram, mean, I don't think you can. I'm sorry? Instagram. I don't think you could have a new picture on those. Instagram is tricky. Instagram, I mean, there's... That's where it's like, how is nudity defined? Because I've seen, like, side boob. I've seen ass shots, mm -hmm. you know? And I've seen um, fools that have photos that aren't that bad. Mm -hmm. Aren't even that bad. Aren't even that nude. But they got shut down. I see. I don't even know how. So, um, But the, the fact of the matter is, it's like um, their privacy policies or whatever. It's like, I think the age is like 13. What? Yeah. It's like... No, 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 you're not saying... 13 and over. over. You have to be oh, at least 13. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, okay, I misunderstood. You're not saying you could put naked 13 No, 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 nothing like that. I'm, I'm saying you have to... If that's to, the case, I would, have bought, I would have bought stocks in to, that to company. Have, to have an account, to, to be on Instagram, you have to be over 13. But how did they verify that? I never understood that. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, legally, you know, they have to... It's, it's one of their guidelines, so... So you look at the pictures of her, you say, uh, I want to hire you, um... Um, how do you negotiate the money that you owe them? Like, how, how, do you, how do they charge you? Obviously, it's different by girl, girl and girl. I mean, some girls are different, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, it's different for every... I mean, every photographer, every model is different. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, figure out your budget, what you can afford. Sure. Um, honestly, think about, you know, if I were a chick, how much would I take for some dude that I don't know to take photos of me? Sure. I look at it like that, you know? And honestly, like what I pay, I'm like, shit, I'm a guy and I wouldn't pose nude for, you know, what I offer. Sure. But these chicks are professionals or, you know, they want to do this for a living and they look hot as hell. So, you know, they know the industry. So they'll they'll take, you know, what you offer. And, you know, if you're upfront and shit, they'll, they'll be cool and they'll, they'll take it. Yeah. And I bet when they have a good experience with you, they give their referral to other girls, perhaps? That's what I'm hoping and that's what I ask for. But the fact of the matter is, I mean, most of the models I know don't know a lot of other models, you know? Oh, is that right? Why? Because they're new. <clears throat> they're not, like, super established. Or, like uh, I said, if they're traveling and yeah. they know other models from their city, what are the chances that they'll be in L.A.? Sure. You know, there's a lot, a lot of variables. But, I mean, the the ones that are more established and more famous, I definitely value them as referrals. And um, chicks that do ask for referrals, I mean, I'll, I'll refer the, the more famous mm. girls. And, I mean, I definitely value that. Yeah, something very important. Look, what did you do for uh, Lake World? Like, you were writing articles, or do you casting talents for that magazine? Um, I would uh, pick the photo sets. I would make sure everybody got paid. I would write almost all the copy in the magazine. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I worked with the art director and uh, you know approved the layouts and uh, just basically all the all the fucking grunt work. I see. <laughs> and occasionally I would uh, go and help direct a photo shoot, but it uh, yeah, it's. It was Sounds like fun. Full time job. Yeah, it, w it was kind of fun. It was kind of a drag. I, I don't know. It, it was a weird time, you know, when I first. It was when I first came to New to LA mm -hmm. from New York, so I knew how to do a lot of stuff, but I didn't know the town. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the. I couldn't really relate to Californians yet, and uh, I still can't actually. I mean, people are fucking weird, and uh, yeah. So it was, I, I was kind of a fish out of water at the time. I, I guess it's kind of strange, you, you know, of course, you, kids, young boys going to always want to look at nudity, but the whole magazine culture has got to be different for them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do, do, dad, do dad still carry a stash of porn at yeah. home? I mean... I think everything's on computer, on, yeah. Yeah. on their phones and on their laptops and shit, so... Yeah. It, it, it's sadly that sorry to interrupt that yeah. culture is disappearing with it too you know yeah. um, I don't know that about uh, you know porn writing like that that's a real seems like a real generation mm -hmm. thing because uh, <clears throat> when I first started getting porn I would like I would steal penthouse forum from the convenience store mm -hmm. and read the the porn stories and you know there were those little paperbacks that had the sleaziest crap you could imagine yeah you know, every Every perversion. I think it's it's different different strokes for different folks. Because yeah. I mean, my best friend in high school, um, he was Jewish, and he would, Chinese Jewish same difference. He would he would talk he would always be talking to me about you know about the letters and all these dirty letters and this that. And yeah. I, I'm always I'm obviously I mean more more visual. Sure. I was always look at the pictures and shit, you know. And he's telling me about the letters, and I tried reading him. I'd be like. Okay, this you know chick was jogging, and you know she met some random <laughs> dude and fucked him. I'm like. Okay, where are the fucking photos? Is she hot? <laughs> what does she look like? You know. Right, right. So, but I mean, I completely understand that because I mean, I had a friend that, that that was like that. But I mean, people process information differently. Yeah. I think it just it's a chemical thing. I think it's generational thing too because if 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 those guys are old enough, there was a time having porn could get you in big trouble. So I think yeah. having those one of those porn perfection or whatever you call them, yeah. I think that might have been more safe, I guess, because um, yeah. it doesn't have any pictures in them. But um, it's also a, a, you know with pictures, I, I I grew to like pictures too. But but um, with uh, writing, you can imagine her looking like anything you want. You know, it's it, and I was and actually, that's the key word. You imagine the way you yeah, would like that exactly. girl to look like. Your it's your totally your imagination. In fact, it, what's weird is I was imagining uh, these scenarios before I even knew much about sex. You know, right. was, like I, I started with these porn novels before I even knew really knew what they were talking about so it was almost just like, like adventure stories it was always like it. I was making up sexuality by myself as I went mm -hmm. along you know I knew it turned me on but I didn't really know what it was <laughs> with, with, with photos everything's very specific like sure. when you see a photo that's that girl doing that thing I think that's one thing I like about it especially with internet porn it's like uh, related to like like hunting you know you're yeah. Just online, and you're finding the the, the right look, mm -hmm. the right pose, the right body, the right you know yeah. situation, whatever, the right fetish, and you find it, and it's what you want, and then you feel ready, and then boom, you know, and that's. I mean, with stills, at least that's what it was before. I mean, I guess it's the same thing with 
like tubes and fucking videos and stuff like that. Do you find that there's, I, I find with still photos, there's still a lot more imagination involved than there is with video. Video, it's like you really are looking at a document, whereas mm. with photos, you can imagine what happened before, what happened after. Sure. You, you, it, you don't really know. There's a lot of unseen stuff in there. So. That's why, like, um, if like on my on my Tumblr, like oh, sometimes you'll see not just one photo, maybe like two photos or three photos, and there's like slight variations to what it is, and uh. just that one little variation. I mean, essentially, it's still the same nude photo of the same nude chick, and just her arms fucking inches apart, you know. Mm -hmm. But just because of that, to me, it's a different photo. It feels different, and I put the two next to each other, and it's it's different shit you know yeah as far as stills so after a while you got uh you got comfortable taking pictures um you never had any problems like some girl got mad at a shoot or anything or no no, no never never um i'm always very um very respectful very polite i tell the girls what i'm gonna do before i do it um, yeah. if i'm gonna move closer i tell them if i'm gonna move closer sure um um even if we agree to something beforehand, I double check during the shoot. Sure. If they're comfortable touching certain things, you know, a certain angle showing this much, that much, whatever. So that's why I like getting girls that I know have, you know, done gangbangs and shit like that. I mean, yeah. if they've done a gangbang, they're not going to be too shy, you know? Mm -hmm. That's what I like about it, you know, about the more open ones. And <coughs> do you, so you get fan mails and like a response from people and. Not, not, not a whole lot. I mean, I've gotten. When I first started the blog, I got a, a little bit more, you know, I love your work, this mm -hmm. and that. You know, lately, not not as much, but, I mean, I don't really care. That's not what I'm in, in it for. And Plus, I have a Twitter. Anyone can hit me up on my Twitter. It's linked to my Tumblr and shit. And, I mean, that's that's where all the fun is, you know, or all the joking around and stuff like that. So I'd rather, you know, talk to talk to fans and, you know, deal with them on that than, you know, just answer questions. Um. So how was I, I know they can't look at these pictures. And, uh, yeah, we you apologize. Can, they can go on the line. You go online right now. It's uh, checkingnoir.tumblr.com. That's what we're talking about. That's <laughs> a plug. It's uh, open twenty four seven. <laughs> we never close. <laughs> so what's the deal with this uh, Vanessa Lake? Is that her name? Vanessa Lake was actually um, second shoot. I got very lucky with her too. I mean, is that her natural tits, or uh, is it fake? Um, I I don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask. Oh. And so to tell me about her. Um, I had, um, let me see. I had. I mean, me you know, she, she, how would you describe it? Dirty blonde. She's just a tattoo on both of her arms. And She's a redhead now. This was, I, I don't know if she shot much more after that as a blonde. Mm -hmm. I, I was pretty lucky. But um, I had, I think um, it was on Craigslist. I had. Um, I think she had an ad for like custom sets or something and mm -hmm. yeah, I hit her up, um, bought a custom set, um, got digital files. She sent some prints and because of that, you know, um, uh, because of the price of the set and stuff, I mean, I asked her if she wanted to make some more dough and, you know, I'm doing the Polaroid project and she was very open and, you know, cool about it. So we made, made it happen. Yeah. Uh, and, uh. Got a few. I mean, it was my second shoot, and I mean, I only have a few, few photos I I like and that I share from that one. But yeah, I mean, she's bad. 
Do you, do you do you think there's certain racial group or uh, certain countries that have predisposed like like collect these and buy them? I mean, I would imagine Japanese are probably into it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, how I got got into it in, be, in the beginning was uh, with the uh, um, the AV idols. I guess in Japan they're not called porn stars; they're called AV adult video idols. Mm -hmm. So I bought the uh, AV idol uh, trading cards. They package them and market them like I don't know if they're marketed like baseball cards, but they're packaged like baseball cards and. There's uh, special cards that they put in, like uh, signed ones, sure. kissed ones. There's ones with, like, pubic hair. Yeah. Um, the ones that I got infatuated with were the little checky ones. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's all Japanese. This is the first one I ever bought, the uh, Sola AOE. She's not even nude in this one, but I paid, like, over $100 oh, for that. Oh, she's great. Yeah. Just because I've never, I've never seen this. I didn't know if it was... Uh, of one of one or whatever, but I guess it's signed one sixty five of two hundred. So and, and and I have to say, uh, obviously, because um, atrocities that were committed in World War Two, Japan and Japanese people. You gonna apologize? Uh, they're, they're <laughs> you know bad reputation Asia, but I'm, I'm always surprised to find not surprising, but it's interesting that many of the Japanese porn star AV stars are very popular in China and Korea and places like that. Mm -hmm. Those are the Japanese that they don't hate. <laughs> At least the Chinese right. and Korean guys do not hate them. I yeah, I don't know what it is, and it's like a lot of those places, porn isn't even supposed to be illegal, right? So yeah. or, how are they even seeing these girls? Well, I, I, a lot I of the know. idols don't um, actually take off their clothes at all. Like there's there's some idols do some do hardcore porn, and other ones don't even. Yeah, like the uh, the they're just I, like swimsuit gra models. Gra mm -hmm. Gravure, yeah, gravure mm -hmm. idols. Yeah, a lot of them are um, they're under eighteen too. Those models. Oh yeah. Yeah, they have like young looking cute girls where it's like. But they're not naked. They're not naked, but I mean, they got huge ass, like big ass, great looking titties. I mean, you don't even you don't even see them, but it's like you want to, and but they look like they're <laughs> they look like they're kids, you know. But I don't know. I mean, some some people look at the girls I shoot and think they look like kids too. So I mean, I, I ain't judging, but I mean, that's that's Japan. Get away from my water fool. And keep the cat away from him. And um, <laughs> yeah, Japan's a weird one because you know. Owning child pornography is legal. What? Yeah, that's illegal. So Wait, manufacturing is illegal. No, it's legal to own child porn. You're protected. I'm not even joking about but that. But it's Ill illegal it's to make it. Make it and sell it. Okay. But owning them. So So if it's made in a foreign country and you own it, then that's legit. But you or, or I'm sure Japanese people make it in Japan as well. But um, that's kind of stuff that upset um, um, international community. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, I can imagine. So, um, um, so um, you have um, well about up to twenty girls you you took pictures of, and uh, we recommend them to uh, check out your website. And you know, um, like I li I really like that. Um, <laughs> is it Sarah James? Yeah, Sarah James. Yeah, she's a very pretty model. Also, I mean, they're all pretty, but but she does girl girl porn. Is that it? Um. As far as I as far as I can remember, yeah, she did uh, girl girl solo stuff, uh, yeah, solo toy stuff. I don't think she did any boy girl or anything like that. But mm -hmm. even that was like a few years ago. Yeah, I haven't um, I haven't checked up on her model mayhem account in a while. But what do you think, Rick? Do, do you think uh, when a girl does only girl girl porn, it doesn't seem to have the stigma as as uh, as, as as a girl who does boy girl stuff? As far as negative stigma, like, yeah, I think so. I, I think uh, something about dick entering their pussy and asshole will yeah. like cut her off from society. 
as guys, I think we feel that we we like to the fantasies having a, a chick that's exclusive, right? Yeah. Or I don't know, because I like I like watching gangbang shit, and that's all about sharing. So yeah, yeah. I I I find I'm not interested in girl girl stuff at all. Mm-hmm. I, I just never you like to share. You're a sharing guy kind of guy. <laughs> well, I like to picture them. I like to uh, pretend I'm in there, you know, and, and so I use the stunt cock as my proxy. I don't really. If, if you like point, no, you like point of view. I like that stuff, right? right? Yeah, I, I like, I like that too. because I don't really want to see the guy's face. I don't want mm-hmm. to. Sure. I don't. I don't pretend to. Whereas I it. want to see the guy's face only. That's right. In fact, you make uh, compilations of just the the uh, cum face from the seventies. Uh, oh no, you don't. Movies. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Is that your favorite? Is that what you're <laughs> What about that girl? Is it Randy James or Randy James? I I believe she's kind of new. She's from uh, Florida. I don't. I'm not sure where, but. I think she works. She's uncanny. She looks a bit of like Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, I love yeah. that about her. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, Lindsay Lohan. Um, if you, I, I don't know if you see any of her videos or hear her talk. She's got a little lisp. Reminds me kind of of uh, uh, Emma Stone. Is that the other actress? Yeah, Spider Man. So she, to me, she's kind of a hybrid of, of those Hollywood stars, and that's that's a pretty that's good a real, combo. Yeah, real turn on. And, and and of course, none of these will help the listeners. But I did like that girl, Adrian Manning. Adrian Man, uh, Adrian Manning, yeah, she's from Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's uh, she's still on Twitter. Um, she she travels too, yeah. She's Midwest girl. She was a penthouse pet. That yeah drew me to her. I asked her to bring her necklace and shit. Fucking shot her in that. No, she 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 she. she I, I just like that natural look. I just I don't know. I'm not a fan of fake tits, and I just like the natural. Yeah, I hate them. Really? Yeah. I find sometimes I I like fucked up looking boob jobs. Like, <laughs> not like. I okay, hold on. Give me, tell me not, why. Not, not not like not disfigured. I mean, I don't. And uh, actually, I mean, I I don't want to de- define things either like that. But I mean, sometimes I see a boob job and the nipples might be like off center or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or actually, it might be natural tits with off center nipples, or whatever. And I'm yeah. I'm drawn to that just because. They're not symmetrical or whatever, you know. I, I like imperfections. I like girls who don't look too perfect, but uh, the surgery just. I don't mind out. natural imperfection. I don't like artificial imperfections. Yeah, yeah. That's what I don't like, and and and, and because me, it's it's you know what? It's, it's another reason is. I don't like when girls start looking like trannies and like a boob fake boob jobs kind of remind me trannies a lot. Okay, okay, you know? okay. I feel you. I feel you. By the way, that's why you had yours removed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess trying is, is an improper term for them. I, but. I, I mean, for I, I don't mind. Big, mm. I like big fake tits. Sometimes it's, it turns me on. Sometimes, like the like it's milfy. It's that milfy look, you know. So, uh, what, what's the plan? Like, you want to keep taking these pictures and hopefully um, parlay into a professional job or? Um, yeah, I mean, the cool thing about this, I mean, is that it's a hobby, so, I mean, I don't have to set any rules. I mean, it feels like... You don't have to put pressure on yourself Yeah, either. it feels like I have so much of that in every other part of my life that it's like, I just want to fucking... Just want to do it, you know? Do it and just do what feels right and let it let it be organic and not let it be forced in any way. But, I mean, eventually, you know, I mean, it's a visual a medium, so, I mean, figure a book makes sense um other printed you know printed mediums and stuff and just spreading it spreading it out getting more exposure and stuff i was thinking if if you stick with those cameras uh to do your stuff it'll it'll never age you know it'll always be the same like you know in in 10 years the 
the girls, whoever the girls are in 10 years will, will look, will have that same quality as the ones you shot. Wait, is that Adrian Manning? No, this is Who's Maria, that? this is Maria Ozawa. Oh, that's, that's, I know her, she's half Japanese. Yeah, yeah. she's from Canada. She's, yeah, yeah, she's Japanese, Japanese-Canadian. Um, I bought these um, on Japamart or uh, Yahoo Yahoo Auctions in Japan. This was before um, she was releasing the uh, uncensored porn. So they were a big deal because with all the censored porn, like you mm. never saw her vagina or anything. So I saw her speak Japanese because she's completely fluent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And it's freakish because I guess you could see a little bit Asian in this, but, but when I looked at her, I thought she was maybe Spanish or Italian or something, you know. She did one of those uh, rocket videos where she's playing a newscaster who's getting uh, gangbanged while while she's delivering the news in Japanese. <laughs> getting semen dumped on her or exactly. whatever. Exactly, yeah. she's getting bukkakeed. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's that's one genre I'm like I I'm like that 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 one's not for me. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but uh, <laughs> there's some other other genres like the time stop stuff. I think yeah. I, yeah. I, I I tweeted you about that a long time ago about a uh, time stop stuff and. Uh, like uh, like you said before, with uh, sympathy for the elders, like uh, yeah. you know the the daughter in law or whatever, the maid taking care of the, the sure. grandpa and like the porno with that. I like those genres a little bit more. So um, wow, this is her. Yeah. She looks different. She looks, I mean, phenomenal. The lighting is great. She's lit up all great and shit. And I mean, she's hot as hell. So so it's it's Maria Ozawa, right? Yeah, Maria yeah. Ozawa. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what to say. I, even Belladonna in one of um, her video talked about her because she contacted Belladonna via Twitter account. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's just a naturally beautiful girl. Did she uh, chat with each other? Like they actually return tweets? Yeah, I mean, she, Belladonna talked about in commentary. And of course, I, I'm more interested in listening to commentary than actually watching their porn because yeah. I just wasn't that interested mm -hmm. watching too many of them. But. Wow, she uh, she looks phenomenal right there. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say. She still have to be top notch, AB star in Japan, wouldn't she? I don't know if she's making any more movies. She, yeah, I don't know if she's retired or what. But uh, Sora Aoi, uh, the other photo you have, um, I've seen her in like actual kind of semi mainstream like uh, sex, uh, not sex like like rated drama comedy mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, were they like ninja themed? Yeah, I guess, I guess it'd be their version of like uh, uh, Showtime, you know, old Showtime movies. Mm -hmm. Skinamax, Skinamax. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of them cross over now. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, Yuma Asami. Um, I guess I don't know. Earlier in 2013, I guess she got diagnosed with like ovarian cancer or something mm. and that was just i mean that was just kind of a shock because i don't usually hear about tragic shit like that mm. happening with, with ab idols so i don't know if she's you don't usually hear about anything about their private life it's yeah like, but the thing was i guess she had gone mainstream and she was part of this big ass chick singing group or something uh, so she had mainstream appeal so that's why it was kind of uh wow. it's kind of a downer um so uh, we you know we want people to check, but let's talk a little bit of your background. So you you were born in uh, New Jersey or in California? I was born in Taiwan. Taiwan, that's yeah, right. I was born Taipei. in Taipei, Taiwan. Mm -hmm. um, I was there f until I was like one. My dad was uh, going to school, getting his master's in Florida. So I went to Florida when I was one, and then moved up to moved up with them to New York when he was. How long did you stay in Florida? A couple of months. I was oh, like okay. one. I can't remember shit from there. 
uh, went to New York, spent a, um, maybe maybe a few months, I think, maybe not even a year. My dad was getting his PhD in New York. In what? Um, Photography. He, no, you know, <laughs> double E, double E. He's a Chinese nerd, you know, typical nerd. So I mean, yeah, electrical engineering. Um, I see. And then. Uh, he was a little kid in New York, went to New Jersey, and then, you know, uh, first grade through high school, you know, in two different cities in New Jersey, and then... Which ones? Cherry Hills? No, uh, no, no, that, that's Cherry Hills closer to Philadelphia, right? I think, I think it's closer south. I was like... Yeah, a, yeah, it's like a middle of uh, I was closer to, um, like, uh, it was Monmouth County. Um, Monmouth County's like central, central Jersey, near the coast. Mm -hmm. Like, um... How far are you from Atlantic City, then? Oh no, we're about an hour, hour and a half away okay. from Atlantic City. Like, like the only like, um, fucking what's his name? The boss, uh, Bruce Springsteen. He's from Freehold. That was that was near our town. Um, fucking like Matt, John Bon Jovi's little brother went to the, my high school, and then you know, and Homedale and shit. So fucking um, spent some time there. Kevin Smith is uh, he's from Monmouth County. He's from Red Bank. Okay. What about the situation? That's what Yoshi wanted. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Jersey Shore. We actually went down there a lot. I think, was that Point Pleasant or is that... Where, where I was can't that? remember. Oh, man. But I mean, the, yeah, I mean, I grew up with, with fools like that, but I mean, they weren't even that bad. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, they look like Staten Island kids, those Jersey Shore guys. They were from Staten Island, right? Mm -hmm. So, well, so what, what was it like being an Asian guy growing up in Jersey? What was that like? Was there a lot of other Asian kids as well? There were other Asian kids, but they, it always felt <clears> like they were either smarter or more well-adjusted. Or I was because I was fat, and I was kind of weird, and um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, everyone goes through their childhood and they think it's normal. That's the way they think. That's the way mm -hmm. everyone goes through. I mean, when I think back, I mean, it was pretty typical. You know, I had, you know, I think about the times I had to deal with like racism and racist kids and stuff. But I mean, shit, everyone has to deal with with some bullshit sure. in their life, you know. So. I figured that made me tougher in certain ways and, you know, made my brother tougher in certain ways. And then when we came out to L.A., it's like there's so many other Asian kids that didn't grow up with our racism and they're different. We're different than them, you know, yeah. it feels different. And um, I don't know, but all in all, I mean, it was cool. I mean, growing up in New Jersey in the 80s, I mean, so you didn't have much of a cool. problem. It just seemed like back in like 80s and like that East Coast area, it just seemed like there was a lot of racial problems. I I mean I mean that I guess I guess that was probably more for blacks and you know like the Latinos I guess um, I don't think we were ever I guess we weren't really seen as a threat to most people I would imagine I mean I just I, I think as kids kids are like mean to each other you know yeah. so I don't I don't want to chalk it up to oh they're racist you know I think yeah. they were just mean kids and you see a fat Chinese kid and you're gonna pick on the easiest things to pick about them you sure know? especially when. I was very, I'm very open. I'll t make friend, try to make friends with everyone. everyone. And people might take advantage of me, and I didn't know when I was a kid, you know. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you fall into their shit, and it's like, holy shit! You realize, you know, they're just fucking. They don't want to be my friends, you know. It's like, mm -hmm. fuck that, you know. And you and your family moved to uh, L.A. when? Um, actually, I graduated um, co uh, college. I graduated high school in '94, mm -hmm. um, and that's when um, I guess my when I was in high school, my dad was doing business in Taiwan, so he sure. was getting ready to move shit to Taiwan. Uh, I went to school in Indiana for a semester, and then my Which family, um, IU, Indiana University. Where, where the hell is that? Bloomington. Bloomington oh, that's a big Indiana. college now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty big. IU. My band played there one time. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I was there for a semester. It was my first taste of freedom, really. I mean, I guess 
But you're Indiana. Is it really freedom? I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, when 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 you have that's 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 a, a, a bit of a, a, a backhanded compliment to my friend Stan Chen because uh, he's Chinese American, but he lives in Indianapolis. I always give him a hard time. So, go ahead. It was. I mean, it was my first taste of freedom. I mean, my first time I could go out, be be home whenever I wanted to. I could try alcohol, sure. or try pot, and loved pot, and you know stopped going to classes and you know felt the fucking repercussions of that and um i guess i was too trusting to some people my atm got card got stolen my bank account got wiped out it was only like a grand but my parents flipped out you mm-hmm. know they're like you know after you know it was winter break it was after the first semester and they're like dude you, you know we don't want you to get physically hurt if people are willing to do this what else may happen if yeah, yeah. you know so they took me out and i mean they were great parents they did the right thing and then uh, they're like you know live live with your wait wait so members. wait you're not saying there was a racist problem in uh, no not at all not at all I think it was, was just awkward college freshman I year. was in Indi- in Indiana the where the 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 head of the KKK was uh, where it started in. I thought it was like Alabama or something it was no I think he's right no, I think he's right oh really it was in yeah, Indiana it was like the I I I forget if they had their headquarters there I think they did have their headquarters there. If they if it was racial motivated, then they were sneaky as fuck because I didn't feel it. I was mm-hmm. very trusting. I thought they wanted to be my friends, and mm-hmm. um, that's the way it was presented. But I mean, I spent a few short months there, and then I was gone. And so you you knew the people who stole your money? Um, we worked with. I mean, we went to the police, and you know, show me security cameras of where the money was taken out, and I didn't recognize any of the people that got taken. So it's very easy to pass on a card and a passcode, and right. you know, take out money. And this was back in like '94. Did they give you money back? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They gave us our money, and I left Indiana and uh, came out to L.A. and lived with my family out here. Went to City College and started started raving and did even more partying out here than I did in Indiana because the parties out here are, were freaking amazing back in the back in the nineties. I mean, I guess they still are now, but I don't really party anymore. And started doing drugs and meeting people and getting just getting stupid, you know, out in L.A. So I do have a listeners um, overseas. I want to explain to you, um, like those places that we talk about, Arcadia, uh, Monterey Park. What was like other couple other places where all the Asian people? Yes. When I say Asian, I'm really mean Chinese, but yeah, San Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even like West Covina. There's a lot of Filipino population out there. Um, yeah. And those are area that uh, popularly known as Inland Empire, isn't it? Or part of it? Inland Empire is further out. East, okay. um, it's like a nine oh nine area code. So um, what, what is that area? Because that's not too far from here. San Gabriel, uh, San Gabriel Valley, pretty much. Uh, if you go e- east of LA, no, Irvine is way south. Irvine that's Orange is County. Down yeah. yeah, that's Orange yeah. County. Um, if you go like east of the five, where the five, which is a major freeway, on t- yeah, north on, and south. on the ten, um, past East LA, then you hit Monterey Park, San Gabriel. Um, Alhambra, yeah, it's just uh, major, major Asian, Asian community. Even, even first time I went, I was like blown away. Like, what, what? You know, most Asian people stay nearby major cities or nearby water, uh-huh. and I thought, what the fuck is this? You know, like how how did it end up with all these Asian people here? Still close to the water, relatively. I mean, LA. yeah, relatively, yeah. Um, so, what's it? What's it like? Because I don't speak the obviously I don't speak Mandarin Chinese, but. What's it like to live in those places? Are, are there is there a pretty good chunk of people there that doesn't speak English and they're oh, comfortable? Yeah. Because oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially I mean, I'm bilingual, so I actually have to help 
a lot of the people that don't speak mm-hmm. English. And that's one, I mean, that's, that's part of my life. Yeah. All the time, all the time. And that, I mean, yeah, America is one big melting pot. And, you know, I mean, being a minority, I guess, you know, a lot of, even if you don't spend all your time in the community, you're going to be there sometimes sure. you know, when you visit family, you know, no matter what background you are, when you go back to visit your family, you're going to be around those communities because your minority family is going to be there. Is it mostly the, the older folks? That, uh, a lot of them help? are. A lot of them are older, and I, I see a lot of young couples too. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to get here and have their first. They want to have their children in America. You know. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so what? What's it like to live there and uh, work and all that stuff? I mean. I mean. What's it, it like? Does it feel like a little Havana in Miami, where all everyone's there are Cuban and they don't speak English and? I've never, I mean, I've never been there. I've never been down there, so I don't, I don't know how. It's oh. like. I, I, I don't really know how that life, lifestyle is. Well, you've seen Scarface. <laughs> um, well, in that case, it's exactly like that. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I have a really boring, you know, normal, normal life. I mean, as far as if you're asking me about my life separated from my photography, sure. it's just, it's so boring that, like, I mean, that's why it's so boring that I have to do shit like this to keep my <laughs> life interesting. Um, it's interesting because I remember some of my friends got mad at me when I started going to porn convention, but I told them like it's not like some kind of secret brotherhood. All you have to do is buy airplane tickets, go to Vegas to get a hotel room, and just go, and you could go. You like know? they were mad, like dude, what? The I mean, I think they want to do stuff like that, hang out with girls in that business, but they're just I don't know some psychological barrier to prevent them from doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they I, I I I like girls. I like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't prevent like prostitution and porn and all that stuff like whatever the stigma that goes with it i would not prevent that from me put me in that environment to meet people like that you know um i i think it's crazy not to do it because we only live short amount of time and there's nothing more wonderful than adult young women naked you know and yeah. um, people think that that's a really creepy thing to say but it it just depends on who's saying it like <laughs> like that movie shame by michael fissbender uh, first of all most women seeing a guy that look like that really not that creeped out it, it takes a long time to be creeped out but generally if you look like that women don't have issue but if i if the character in the movie that looked like me, obviously, you know, it's it's a problem because obviously I look like a creepy dude, you know. I never seen the movie. What did what did he do? It's it's basically. Did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's a Steve McQueen directed movie. I know Michael yeah. Fassbender. Like, yeah. did he play a creepy dude or what did he? Do he he has, he has a troubled past. It, it's implied. He has a really uh, uncomfortable relationship with his younger sister, but he is, I guess addicted to sex and he cannot have a meaningful sex with a person that he likes like there was a scene where he liked this girl from work i think if i remember right they met during lunchtime and, and they're, they're they're started having sex but he couldn't get into it so after she leaves he she he have to call a prostitute then he got into it because there's nothing intimate about it you know um, um there's no intimacy at all and so intimacy issues I, I would imagine, but there's some really creepy issue with his sister. There's this really weird sexual energy between the two. Okay, okay. So, um, in the beginning of the movie, he sees this really attractive girl, and she starts looking at him, and there's this really 
sexual energy between the two, but I think at the tail end of the bus uh, subway ride, she's feeling uncomfortable. But she leaves, he follows her, and eventually he loses her. But um, I, I really enjoyed the movie a lot, but <coughs> people could tolerate that kind of behavior as long as a guy who looks like that. If you're average or ugly guy or whatever, there's a creepy and, and, and you know, Women don't want to be called two C words, which is cunt and crazy. But guys, you know, one of the worst thing you could be called is two C words too: creepy and child molester. You know, <laughs> those are the C words that none right. of us want to be called. But um, um, so you think how how we look maybe uh, determines how uh, other people accept our sexuality, or I think that I think unfortunately there's a that's a big factor. I so think the, yeah. the better we look, the more it's, the more acceptable it is to be. Prepared. I mean, if you're an asshole and callous and sadistic, that looks gonna go away. The goodwill that go with a good look with a girl will go away. Yeah, but I, I think you got a major head start if you're good looking. Right? Yeah, and if and, and if you're good looking, yeah. if you're good looking and charming. Uh, it's it's over, Johnny. You know what I mean. Like, I never had a problem with Manuel Ferreira, one of the directors for Avenger. He seemed like a really nice guy. He is a nice guy, yeah. but he's also French, good looking, and have a huge dick and good at fucking girls. And girls love working Makes with him. Even that much more acceptable. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think some girls who want to hold on to him he even told me i can't remember the girl's name, but she kept telling him like, I don't care if you fuck other girls. I just want to be with you. So. It get kind of sad to that point because there's a male <laughs> version of it where a guy's with obviously a girl who is problem and fuck other guys, but maybe because he doesn't have a self esteem or uh, afraid of being abandoned, tolerate that sort of thing too. I and don't I'm know. Sure, what, I don't know what you're talking about, Yoshi. I'm yeah, and and when I, I I made that kind of mistake many times, you know, and um, I I'm I I understand. You know, it, it's terrible when you have a good looking girl and how much we tolerate that kind of behavior or at least i have um but i thought that movie was interesting because um girls who watch that and they're kind of okay with it yeah because he looks like that you know and um i mean i i I think we all can be superficial but for sure men visual first absolutely visual first i mean without a question because my friend ogiogas wrote a book called a billion wicked thoughts and it's interesting he made a point one time was that shit in Craigslist when, when they're looking for lost love or something? Uh, Misconnections. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But the way people advertise is very revealing because the guys always say, I'm looking for. <laughs> looking for the look. You know, it's yeah. always the visual part is first thing. Yeah. Whereas a girl, women would say, I miss you. Like, yeah. it's that's a psychological state. You know, yeah. she, maybe she didn't see that guy for 10 years, but it doesn't matter if he doesn't look good as what it was 10 years ago. Yeah. It's just that psychological uh, need for that girl to me. But we have to say, look, look yeah. because the look is the first thing, you know. And yeah. um, so uh, another thing that the girls say is, are you the guy who was blah, 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 you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they're looking for the feeling that they got from yeah. something. Yeah. But guys, it's, it's, it's always the look. And, you know, there's been a few comedies where guys want to see their high school sweetheart but only want to contact after they kind of stalk the person, see if they're good looking <laughs> enough. Because right. if she looks like a shit, then you don't want to have anything to do with it. Right. But if she looks semi-decent, then, then, then yeah, you know. Or gr- girls want to see other girls to see if they've gotten fat. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I am... Um, um, 
I mean, I, you know, you, I, I don't want to. I am. I guess I am putting this up. But what, what's the Chinese people's attitude about nudity and sex and stuff in general? Um, Not that you're the king of emperor of China, but you know what I mean. I like, should. I should be. I think that's <laughs> that's my new goal to be the new emperor. No, um, I think most, as far as most Asian dudes, I think most Asian dudes are fucking perverted, um, even if they don't admit it. Like, are, are they perverted? Because I don't think this is an issue in Asia, but. You know, um, my well, I've had issue with. I haven't talked to David Joe a long time, but it's true what he say, and I I agree with him. Like guys, I used to say that too. Like in America, Asian guys are the black girls of the guys, and black girls are the Asian guys of the girls. In other words, and then Dave said this horror story. He didn't understand what he was saying, but basically for one reason or another, I, I guess Asian guys are not seen attractive in, in North America. Yeah. I I think That's a lot. Cha- it's changing though. I think it's changing. I, I think a lot to do with aggressiveness or lack of aggressiveness part of the Asian guy. But I think um, black girls, for one reason or another, have issues. I think there's issue when you have to go and say black is beautiful. It's it's past misjustice against black people not being attractive. Well, they're being portrayed in North America not as desirable. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you have to keep saying to remind people that you're good looking, it's I think th- that's a problem. But um, like in, in Scandinavia, I noticed like all the black guys get the hot white girls, but the black girls have to get out of the country. I mean, that's what they were telling me. Like they have to get out of the country to go like places where all black guys to get black guys. You know, really, there's no you don't see like white guys with black girls. With this I mean, some of some of it, but um, you know, it's um, like it's. And, and if you go to Japan, and I think primarily like a lot of Asian countries, you see. If you see a non-Asian woman in marketing and advertisement, they tend to be fair-skinned white women. Mm-hmm. Is that true in China? I mean, it's definitely yeah, for sure yeah, in Japan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, yeah, it's it's like uh, like social status, you know, like yeah. you make more money, you know, you work indoors, you know. I mean, yeah, they that's why they sell Shiseido and fucking yeah. sunscreen and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And in Asian, I'm sure it's true in China too. Like fair-skinnedness is always attractive than dark skin. Not 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 necessarily black, but I mean like people who have tan, that's not seen as attractive. That's wonder, true in Japan. I wonder if there's to a point because I've seen some girls that are so pale you can see their veins. Yeah. I wonder if it's like, is there a a line that you can cross with? That's that, too far. Or, I don't think that's attractive. But um, um, I I don't know what's up with that. And I, I'm I would like to go to Asian countries, but I'm curious what they consider beauty and stuff. I'm really just fascinated by all this stuff, like. Why some people are considered pretty in certain parts? Why certain porn? Why people watch certain porn? Like Kim Jong Un, when he got in trouble in Switzerland going to school, he's a good-looking man. Good-looking man. <laughs> he was caught with a bunch of porn, and all the porns were everything to do with like bondage shit. Okay, it's okay. interesting. Like it's it's to me, obviously the kind of food you consume will determine what your body looks like and how the health of your body. I think the type of porn you consume and say a lot about you, you know, yeah. like a, a perverted uh, credit report, you know, and um, I've also been uh, interested in. Uh, did you say perverted credit report? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say a lot about that person, what they watch. I, I, I did a show with Chris Gore, who used to work on G4 with Attack of the okay. Show. He showed me his private collection of porn and it, it tell me a lot about him, you know, and uh, stuff that you. I'm very curious. 
one of the advantage I had working retail store is I used to have access to people what they rent the kind of movies to rent totally. and every once in a while I went from A through Z and see if I recognize any of them and these motherfuckers I recognize some of them my junior highest teacher and some of the this Korean preachers and these motherfuckers who act like you know they're yeah. community leaders and stuff I'm not judging for looking at them I judge them for pretending like they don't look at that shit you know but when you look at them, it's always like stuff like I'm not into you. Uh -huh. Bondage, tranny, pissing videos and stuff <laughs> like that, you know? Strange. Well, they say. I, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I, I don't know if it. What do you think it says about somebody, though? I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i into all kinds of bizarre crap, but I don't. I look at a lot of different things because I'm curious. But just because I watch a lot of things, that doesn't mean I'm into those, everything but, I watch. But the stuff that you're into, like. Give an example, like what is something, what about your personality does it really I like, I, I like, I, uh, I like, um, if you're talk, talking about porn, yeah. I definitely like public fucking and stuff, you know? And what do you, what do you, what do you think that says about you though? Um, I think, I, I think it tells me that I like risky behaviors. I don't like this fake one where you when they do it like it's like fake public where they're never going to get in trouble. Yeah. I like the stuff in Europe where they're doing stuff they could get in trouble. I really love that is stuff. It, it's the risk. Yeah. I like that and um there's the inappropriateness. Yeah, and 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 the fact that um I don't know, it's really exciting to see element of danger, you know. Can uh, I can I ask does the uh does it matter what type of person winds up seeing this act? I like I like when they do in like in subway and bus when there's obviously like elderly person or somebody who is bothered seeing them. Yeah. I, I like <laughs> I really like especially I know for a fact they're like they're really upset and they're getting bothered. You know, I really like that. I saw the one where they're like senior citizen and she said something in Hungarian or Czech or something. They're really upset and they don't give a fuck. They keep fucking in front of them. And then like, especially when they come at the girl's face and like, <laughs> like almost like they're raising their hay hands and saying, oh, you what? I mean, they're not Jewish, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like the public sex stuff. I really, really enjoyed that a lot. But do you think that is related to your liking to outrage society or, or, or uh, piss off people who are uptight or whatever do you think that's what that's all about I I, I think so I mean I, I guess I can be subversive you know because I because my argument with, about that is I know you're not into like uh, our, our friend uh, we've hung out with a few times uh, Daikichi Amano is, is this uh, a Japanese porn guy who does this real disgusting gross out uh, may, may I give you a description? Like, um, it's a, I like his photos same way I like Francis Bacon's paintings. Mm. He draws, he paints ugly things, but he makes ugly things beautiful, if that makes sense to you. Okay. Have you ever seen like dogs so ugly they look cute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. And he does these things where it's visually, uncom I guess, uncomfortable most people, but I, I can't stand looking at him. Like, he will have a giant fish net where a bunch of naked Japanese people are in there with a bunch of fish head giant fish heads are in there yeah. or uh, live eels are entering coming out of girls pussy or whatnot and uh, or she's like in a bucket of worms or, or yeah it's just really disgusting chewing insects yeah. Like yeah it's not something I would jerk off to but I, I think visually it's beautiful I like it's really interesting I've seen yeah I've seen uh, girls with like uh, slabs of meat yeah like, octopus on their yeah. heads yeah that's probably him because he that's his main thing but anyway I was gonna say 
I, I know that you don't get turned on by that stuff. I know. I, I like looking I, at him. I agree. I, I like his stuff a lot, but I don't consider it porn for my for my taste. Mm-hmm. But that is, I think, a part of his a big part of what why he does that kind of subject matter is sort of he likes to shock people. He, he gets off on on uh, you know shocking people, disgusting people, mm-hmm. making them you know uh, uncomfortable, and uh, so. So I, what I'm saying is, my argument is, and I don't know if I'm right or not, is that maybe the porn you like doesn't really say much about your personality. It just might be a part of your personality, but it, it's yeah. not like your essence. Because I agree with you about that public stuff. I think that's really cool. I love, I, I love it. If, and I, it's a turn on though. Yeah, right? like it's not. It's not like watching Amano stuff where it's right. not a turn on. It, it, because it begs the question, would I do that publicly? Yeah. yeah. I, I've done a couple things like that, but like, uh, it's all more fun when I see other people do it. By the way, Daikichi Amano, very interesting photography. Check him out. Uh, is it D-A-I-K-C-H-E-I? Amano, A-M-A-N-O. And he is the guy who... Uh, assisted help the guy who directed Into the Void. Uh, yes, that's right. Oh, okay. He did that. Yeah. Jasper, no, yeah, no or, way, yeah, no way. Because there's an episode in Vice where uh, one of the reporter for Vice, like three, four, five, whenever that uh, that Vice thing was, but um, um, that director was walking around. He 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 met with uh, Amano. They somehow knew each other, and uh, um, I think. I just think that into the voice that 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 was really interesting, but um, you know, like um, I, I mentioned David Cho for the second time around, but I did an episode on DVD essay with Lisa Ling, and this is the one that really annoyed the fuck out of me because it's not true, but you know, they would say they would say stuff like this, and this is not just him, but a lot of people say really dumb things like. Um, you know, because Japanese and Germans lost World War II and they're evil, they do the perverted porn. They have it backward. People who made those porn are the most liberated one. Um, people who were in charge of starting World War II and Nazi and things like that, they were definitely against nudity and sex and porn. Mm-hmm. You know, he, ha- he has it right. If anything, I think Japanese are most sexually, even though the population dropping, there's a notion like maybe Japanese, a lot of the private lives are asexual. When it comes to pornography, I think the Japanese are most liberated groups of people in Asia. I, I just think this 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 irrational, uh, I don't know, reaction to pornography. I, I I just think, I think there's problem. I think it's we're, men are built to look women, and, and and we appreciate nakedness, and we like looking at them. We prefer to see them live, but to pretend like they don't want to see. I I think they don't understand the human desire. I I don't. I I think they they're causing problem for themselves to think thinking like that. So you're so you doing these naked pictures? I think you're more normal because you're actually pursuing things because you like to see naked girls. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're like that, everyone. We like to see naked live girls. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think it's it starts someplace when we're young now, just because we find it when we're young and fucking. I think everyone, you know, thinks about where these images mm-hmm. come from, and it's like you know, want to want to try it out. You know, I mean, it's the same thing with porn. You see a guy in the porn, and it's like I'll. Eventually, I want to try that shit out. How does it feel? What is, sure. what is that about? You know, I just I don't know. I mean, with the digital age and just 
being infatuated with the trading cards and the checky and just sure. everything kind of just came together where um, I, w I was the right person to do it, you know? And these days, you know, for me, the big turn on is like, um, you know, whenever I'm in Europe and if I have money and if I have time, I, I like going to various different cities in, in Germany and Netherlands and Belgium. And uh, I haven't really got a lot of prostitutes in Spain, but they are legal over there. And it's, it's really fun because it's just like in, in uh, this reference, we're not going to make any sense to you, Rick, but it's like in sports. Offensive and defensive players are like looking at each other. They're trying to outguess what they're going to do to win the game. So, in 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 baseball, if you're a pitcher, uh, you have a you know the tendency of each, each hitters. So you're trying to out 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 think and out trick the guy. The batter knows the pitcher knows his tendency. So they're trying to out, out fool each other. Are you talking about when you're dealing with prostitutes? When I go to different <laughs> prostitutes, I, I I've done it for so long. I, I asked the right question and like the, the I mean even the way even the the way girl dress and then when they talk to the girl I I try to get as many information as possible I mean one of the best ways is when a guy walks out of the room and just fucked her and like if you talk to her talk to him providing that if you get a good sense that he's telling the truth but you know it's it's um and that's why you you smell his crotch when he comes out <laughs> smell his fingers <laughs> smell his breath smell, his, smell all all different parts of him so. It's 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 fun. I don't. So I, I, it's like a chess game when you. It's a chess, a chess, and there's chest breast game. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I, really, I, 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 I really enjoy it because when I when I look around and then when I get when I ask ask around like, uh, what does she looks like? Am I interested in her body type? Uh, I don't like fake tits. If she wear too tight of a clothes on uh, for her breast, uh, 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 a bikini or something, I want to figure out without asking her um, um, her sexual energy, the mannerism, where she's from. Um, now, are you are you picky with those <clears throat> specifics, or are you just curious about them just to feel it out to get what you want out of the experience? I, I have to be first of all visually like looking for the girls that I like with a certain body type, you know. Has and to look, then, look the part first. Yeah, I like it, and then. Um, if if I see somebody that by the look I like it, then I I, I will I will ask you know um, how much and the time and and and, and will she do this and that. But while you're talking to her, you know I want to like see how she inter interact. Because if if you if you ask like one through five things that you want to do, and she said yeah yes 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 without even like thinking about it, that's usually a red flag because she's just saying yes so you go Take in. Right. But once she's, once they receive the money, they're not going to do it. You know. And I have complained to cops, like, these girls didn't do what they say, you know. And the uh, cops in the Netherlands say, like, sir, we don't deal with that sort of thing. Because there, there's no better business bureau for uh, prostitution and whatnot, you know. Um, but I, I've done it for so long and um, been to different cities. And I, I think I have a pretty good... Uh, uh, percentage of figuring out, <coughs> figuring out the girls, and when I pick the right girl and everything goes cool, it's good. And and if it doesn't go well, like I try to, I try to think for something. What, where did it go wrong? And like, what did I miss? I, I try, you know, I try to play like um, a coach, you know, like mm. my rolodex and trying to figure out. And um, it's it's really fun when you figure out, but um, it's also fun to find out. When you talk to the girl, where she's from, what country, and like that's why I try to do as many reading in those different countries too. It's I I do the, I do want to get to know the girl, but it just depends. 
a lot of European girls tend to have a uh, their clock watcher. They want to know how fast you get it on with. Um, Asian prostitutes tend to be more submissive out of all the races, and um, Latina girl uh, can, could be a good combo in that they, they almost have like a girlfriend experience, you know. Okay. So it depends on the girl. I really don't have experience with like say Middle Eastern girls all that much. I had a one time East Indian, she's from India, but this bitch made me mad because while we were having sex, somehow she managed to fuck with my what my watch. <laughs> Change the time and shit like that. Like that's how Wow. That's how much t technology these Indian people are into, you know. I would have tipped her more for the magic trick. Yeah. That's but, tricky, yeah. man. <laughs> but, you know, like various cities in India, they have a different way of presenting prostitution work, you know, like in the city of Earthrick, Netherlands, it's technically, it's illegal, I guess, but you go by the water and all these boats are connected to the land by a little bridge, and when you walk by the uh, dock, you see girls by big window in a boat, and uh, technically they're, uh, I don't know, uh, it's not considered prostitution much like Mississippi. You have gambling across the water to a, a boat, you know, that sort of thing. Frankfurt, one of the biggest red light district, that's that's really fun. But anyway, the reason I'm telling you all this prostitution because I I sometimes get sad when I'm leaving those places. And <laughs> of course. And like I reminisce, I'm, I'm reminiscing by from the first grind half on that particular trip to the last one and figure out which one was good, which one pisses me off. Right. And the ones that were good, it's a real turn on, you know, it's like fantasy. That's why um, when I used to talk to John Stellion, owner of Evil Angel, a.k.a. Buttman, I asked him, like, why is it in Red Lines District in Netherlands they have a porn shop? Like, why wouldn't you want to get a real girl? And John said, well, some guys want to relieve the fantasy over and over by watching those movies and DVDs. Mm -hmm. But that was never an issue with me. I could just re remind, like, uh, when I have sex with a prostitute, I just remember maybe the way she took her clothes off, the way she put a condom. I like the girls. Don't just put a condom on your dick. They will put the condom in their mouth and put put the condom on your dick while with their mouth and stuff. That's, yeah, little tricks. Yeah, those, those extra... Uh, effort that they put in pleasing you will get tips and stuff like that too you know but um and i also like when i see some girl that i had sex with for three or four years and she was a young kid like 18 at the time when you meet her again and have sex with her like she you know you want to call them poor which is mean i don't like doing that but because she has so much sex she's she got really good at fucking too you know and uh there's something to say about being good at it you know ladies i mean <laughs> uh, a lot of girls who don't who think they're good at sex? They're not good at good with sex. I'm right. I'm terrible at it because I watch the best of the best in porno, you know. Right. But the, these girls that think they're good at it, uh, because they have they don't have a lot of experience, they're really bad. So they want to know like I'm a good looking, I'm young, I, I'm, I'm yeah. nice. Well, I, honey, I have a news for you. Maybe there's a reason <laughs> why you can't keep that guy. I think a lot of girls uh, because they <laughs> they know the first part of the equation, which is the that uh, attractiveness is what guys go for yeah they think that that's the end of the equation as well it's like a buying a really yeah. cool book maybe you have a nice cover that might make me pick it up <laughs> yeah. but once i picked it up if the first sentence uh, page is like shit and it's not interesting yeah. i don't want that book ladies no. well it's like patrice used to have a routine where patrice o'neill yeah, yeah yeah he was talking about uh some the, the subject of virgins and he's like I don't want a virgin. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> it's like, like a job training. Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, uh, why would I want that? You know, which is 
absolutely right. You know? yeah. But I think, I mean, some people are, like, uh, born with naturally, like, high porn IQs, you know, like you said before. Like, some people are naturally just sure gifted. They could just, you know, feel their way. Or, I mean, with sex, I mean, it's about your connection with your partner and, you know, taking care of them and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, some some girls, I think, who are naturally caretakers, who, yeah. who have a lot of love to give, you know, or just in tune with the needs of whoever they're with at that time. They're just... You know, they can make them comfortable. You know, ultimately, yeah. I think it's how comfortable you can make them. You know, yeah. yeah. I I just don't think, at least for me, um, I don't think I ever going to get married or have a long term relationship. That's just not me. But even if I did, I got to make it clear, it's imp almost impossible not for me to look at naked pictures or pictures of girls. You know, it just it's just going to happen. So, um, you know, ladies, that's the. If that's a problem, then uh, you need. That's part of the package, ladies. If yes. you get hooked up with Yoshi, know that going in. Because <laughs> girls get mad at looking porn, but um, it's because I just think it's unfair to judge men because we like to look at things. Because that's not what get off women. Women are psych psychologically connect with guys, so that's why they read romance novels, you know. And women cheat on men too, but they cheat by these damn books that they read. <laughs> no, they really do. They, they get emotionally connected with these vampire and werewolf things. You so know? I mean, I feel but like most guys don't give a shit. If it's a fictional character, yeah. I mean, yeah. fuck it. I can't compete with Wolfman. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, 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 I just think that's that's true. Like women don't think that's cheating. But if if a guys are being literal and see how, what women do to get off women cheat too it's just they cheat differently but then know? that's just the, that's the emotional part of it like do you care if you know how how much do you care how emotionally attached your girl is to mm. you or do you want her to be more physically drawn to you or you know i don't know i mean that's where every relationship is different you know it's like what, I, what are you looking for what do you need i, I think a lot of women could maybe this is not kosher but i think some women could live even finding out their husband and boyfriend cheating but one biggest concern they have is, do you love her? Right, right. That, that's that's the biggest problem, you know. Do you love her? Yeah. And, and and guys, we don't give a shit if you have feeling for guy or feeling for women. As long as you didn't suck the dick, then uh, we don't care if you have those feelings. As long as you don't... Speak for yourself, as long <laughs> As long as you don't do it, you know. Well, let's finish it off with the stuff you were talking about, China. Um, so, um, uh, my impression is... My impression is, even though they have billion people, Chinese, like most other Asian people, seem pretty ignorant about sex. And you know, they they found these clips on the internet where they ask basically like how people get pregnant and stuff. They have no idea. Oh, you, know, you, you know, and China, they don't have sex education, and uh, they don't know the basic. You know, so um, and I think he told me he got prostituted in China, and um, I mean, what, what what's what's is there? Do they have the same stigma about prostitution and, and the people in sex business in China? <sighs> the people that I was with mm -hmm. didn't. I mean, they were businessmen and they were regular patrons to massages and spas yeah. and KTVs and um, so the people I I were with. I mean, KTV is karaoke, right? Yeah, I know yeah, that. yeah, yeah. KTV okay. karaoke TV. I mean, it was just it's normal part of uh, doing business with them and. Um, 
it's i think it, it boils down to a personal thing like uh if you want to be with i mean if you want to go have sex with uh whatever girl you're drinking with sure um i don't know what the te- technical uh term for them is the 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 girls that the barton's not a barmaid or hostess? yeah hostess yeah kind of the hostess that uh, you can choose to drink with you um it's personal preference and i mean i i guess every karaoke is different some are clean some are sure you know a little dirty um I mean, I was only interested in going to the dirty ones, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I wanted to just meet as many girls and experience as much as I could. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was first. But time. was it was it scary getting a prostitute first time? No. No. Um, no. Only because you really are Asian. I, I was I was with family members. Yeah. My, I had family members there. Uh, my parents were there. Um, I don't think they had the hostesses with them. Um, Funny thing, it was actually my parents' anniversary, the first time I was at a KTV, and I was drinking with the girl, and um, I didn't get a room because I was too late and we were all leaving, and then um, I... I, But did you know that one of them were prostitutes? They were all prostitutes. Okay. Yeah, I knew they were all prostitutes, and we were drinking and stuff, and... um, But I had wound up bringing this girl back to our house, and I actually fucked her with my parents next door on my parents' parents' anniversary. Yeah. So that's, that's a cool story. But um, no, I wasn't wasn't afraid or anything. I mean, I speak I speak Mandarin. I speak uh, speak the language, so it was very very easy to talk with them. Uh, drink wine mixed with Sprite. And but you didn't make one of those Ricky uh, mistake like offer them money among first. You a- you asked him like no. how much you, how much is it? No, I I didn't pay. I was I was like I said I was with businessmen who had been there before, so they took care of everything. Oh, I see. Yeah, um, I got. I mean, I, I was very fortunate. I got hooked up with everything. I didn't have to think about any of that stuff. Sure. Um, if I did have to pay her, I think whoever was slipped me some money. He's like, hey, give her this when you're done. And I see. And it was like that. But um, what's interesting to me, um, what you were talking about as far as being picky and uh, you know playing playing chess with with the, you know finding out what you like from prostitutes sure. and, this and that. I find that it was the complete opposite for me. Like it was, you know, I like little certain things like her look, you know, her body type, but I didn't get to find out as much as mm-hmm. I guess you do, you know, cause it's not like halfway through fucking where you find out like, holy shit, this girl didn't shave her legs. Yeah. And, um, holy shit, I was with another girl and it's like, holy shit, she's got hairy armpits. Like, I'm not gonna check for that. Like, sure. But then you find out it's like you know when you're fucking this girl that you kind of like that you didn't know about it you get over shit like that because I wouldn't want to take a I mean that's me personally I don't want to take chicks of girls with hairy armpits you know and there's nothing wrong with that you know people want to do that but um, it's not one of my turn ons it's it's a turn off if I if I look for I don't it. I don't think it bothers Rick to have a hairy pussy I, right I, I like uh, the p- hairy pits I. Pussy, uh, it needs a little trim because... I, I can't stand uh, armpit like and hairy uh, pussy. And ne- neither do I, and that's what you think. But when you're in the middle of fucking this girl that you kind of liked anyway, mm-hmm. and you see that, it's like, fuck it, what are you, you going to finish anyway? And you get over it, you know? And it's like... It's right, very rare in Europe I meet a girl that has hair. I can't remember last time, but... Really? Uh, yeah, but... Um, Things have changed. But uh, if I'm Asia or whatever, I gotta ask, like, do you have hair on your pussy? And if they say yes, and I, I can't. It's just, I don't know why. You I'm see, just, I, I've, 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 I didn't even get to that that stage to ask, you know? Like, I, I didn't even think about that because yeah. it's not, not that big of an issue with me, but... It's just finding out little things, you know. Like I get even freaked out when I see girls have a, a little bit of hair on their arms and stuff. I don't know. It just because I I'm hairless, you know. It's just really weird you, you to are. be with a girl with more hair than me, you know. Ah, I like it. She's more you do? Of an, like she's more of an animal. 
<laughs> you, well, you guys are uh, very uh, experienced with this, uh, you know, hiring sex workers. I'm not. I, I'm always curious about hearing that kind of stuff. I've taken um, two two trips to China. The first time I was there, I was there for a week. Yeah. I think I got with like six different chicks. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome. It was like a fr- Friday night, uh, fr- Friday afternoon, we went to a spa and got like a hand job, titty job by this beautiful big titty girl. Um, that night was uh, the night I told you about before where uh, the first experience where I brought her over and saw sure. she had hairy legs. Uh, Saturday didn't do anything. Sunday we went to a different karaoke one and um, different karaoke bar. And I got, to, I guess um, the thing is most of the girls don't like to kiss and they don't like to make out. But I love making out, so I was trying to make out with all of them. And you actually feel the difference. Like some of them are like, if they were attracted to you, they're more into it that way. And oh, the other pay. Like I said, I was I was with these business oh, guys, yeah. and they took care of everything. But I'm I know they paid for for all that stuff. But um, is that your experience in Europe with the kissing? You really asked, but a lot of them do not want to do that. Right. Yeah. Right. But I mean, it's, it's it's even in like a battle. Like if you want any lengas, you want to eat her ass out, and like a lot, there's girls that don't want it or ask for more money. But it just depends. Like the ones that bent over, and when you're eating her ass or something like that, and she clenched really hard, she's just uncomfortable with no, the whole thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. You and you it. can barely get any sperm out then, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I usually get I usually get a straw. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, 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 I think what trips my friend and some of the listeners, and it's always funny conversation, is that um, I think most people want to do it, but they're just afraid to do it or don't know how to do it. You know? Prostitute, you mean? Yeah, and, and another, another thing is like they're just afraid what people think and stuff like that. But I, I, I don't know. I just think... Um, think they're hung up on the illegal aspect of it too? Like, I think so. I mean, I, I haven't got prostitute states since mid-80s when I was a kid. But other than that, it's always been like Canada or Mexico or um, Brazil, Europe, um, you know, places like that, you know, so. That's awesome. Um, well, let's finish it up. Um, what, 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 what's your plan uh, as far as your website and what would you, I mean, what, I mean, ideally, what, what's your best scenario? Best scenario, I mean, eventually, I mean, making money off the whole thing, right? Whether through, you know, I'd like to have a book too, maybe sell books. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd like to work with uh, clothing companies, get involved with uh, some street fashion mm-hmm. too. And yeah, just go wherever the wind the wind blows me. Do you have any advice, Rick? Because you work that side of the business too. And this is a, t- this is a competitive, tough business because there's so many other guys who want to do it too. And... Um, I think you're doing the right thing. You've got, you know, you're on all the, the you've represented on all the websites. Uh, I, I, I just, in terms of monetizing, do you sell photos to collectors? Not or? yet, just because I'm coming, I mean, coming from a collector, you know, I'm, I'm, I came as, as a collector first. So to me, my photos, especially the ones that I like, that probably sell better. I mean, they're mm-hmm. even more valuable. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just because I find value in them, I'd rather not sell them yet, you know? Yeah. I'd rather put them in a book format and have people buy it like that, yeah. you know? It's tough because I'm friend with Mark Hunter who owns thecobrasnake.com. Right. He doesn't take new pictures. Sometimes you see boob or something, but it's mostly, it's a Polaroid form of pictures even though I don't think they're digital camera pictures, but he will put in format of uh, Polaroid. Mm-hmm. It's basically people at parties. I also know another kid named Carell, mm-hmm. and, and someone I knew from New York years ago, he used to take pictures of comedians, and one day when he took a picture of someone accidentally shook 
that uh, wine bottle and it shut like a cum shot uh -huh. all over the girl's face. Mm -hmm. He took that picture and put it on a website. It was a huge hit. Mm -hmm. So this is like serendipity. Like, you know, you could there's a lot of pretty girls. You could take pictures of them, but you got to do something different to attract audience, right? And yeah. I think that's the trick. And yeah. I don't know how you do that. Uh, I, I, I think it's all, everything is ex experimenting, you know? You're mm. just... If you understand that life is a numbers game and you're just fucking plugging in different shit and like just throwing it out there and even now the the way things are like set up you you got likes and notes and you know people liking this shit and oh the, all these people like this they see this this works and you do more of that or this doesn't work you stay away from that or you know I mean everything's experimenting yeah, yeah. name name uh, let's finish with name couple of the favorite uh, photographer that you were talking <coughs> about yesterday. Oh, favorites, <clears throat> um, Nobuyoshi Araki. He's uh, the old guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's that old guy. Um, yeah, I guess he's in his like maybe his sixties or stuff now uh, or something now. Yeah. Of course, Rick has. It. Um, yeah, his his work is great. Um, as f you have a book called Nobuyoshi Araki: Sexual Desires. Yeah, he's he's one guy in Japan. Um, he's he. What 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 is it about him that you guys like? I didn't know about him until yesterday. His, when I his models are good looking. I mm -hmm. like the rope bondage, and he sticks with some familiar themes like uh, flower arrangements and plastic dinosaurs. Yeah. And I mean, he sticks with that, and I like. I mean, he has other stuff too that I mean, I mean, that that that's interesting too. But as far as his nude work, I mean, he's, he seems to be like like one of those guys. One thing that. Uh... I notice is that he just he has such a variety of photos like he'll, he'll mix already porn shots with just nondescript storefronts or anything you know and and uh, he must just shoot so much material and edit. it's all in the editing I think mm -hmm. you know, just like you just yeah it's it's all in the editing I mean which and... is hard to do if you're shooting Polaroids because you're you're limited to you, you can't you, I, by how much you I think I learned not to ask too much, you know, because yeah. the the camera is very limited. So you you know what works, how much you know, how much you want to push it, or what you're looking for, and then yeah. you just take from that. I mean, I think this all looks like film, mm -hmm. yeah. right? None of it looks digital, really. Um, besides Araki, I mean, um, there's uh, Yone Yonahara Yamu, Yasumasa. Mm -hmm. He is, um, I think, he is one of the forefront dudes as far as like taking. Uh, um, street fashion photos like in uh, what Shibuya and uh, mm -hmm. wh wherever the you know the street fashion is is really prevalent um, he's he's one of the godfathers as far as pushing the checky stuff I think even the packaging on the boxes when you buy the camera it's like he took those photos like oh, yeah yeah, yeah uh, Yonehara uh, Yasumasa um, wow that's amazing tits oh my god <laughs> thank you um uh, but um, let me see. Let me fire off a few names since, uh, like, uh, but in America, like, there's there's some artists like painters and stuff like uh, Coop. Have you ever heard of Coop? Yeah. Yeah, Chris Cooper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, yeah. I, I seen you tweeted with him. Um, he his artwork is amazing, but I mean his photography too. Yeah. Is is badass. Like I love his shit, yeah. and I mean he can light up his sets like a motherfucker. Like he uses these purples and blues. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean they look really good. Um, up north, like in the Bay Area, there's a, uh, a photographer, Tommy Knox. Mm -hmm. um, he does like some kink stuff, and he's got like a FetLife account. Sure. Um, he's he he works a lot with instant film too, and he does like tattoos and shit. 
but um, I've talked with him on Tumblr and stuff. He's he's a really cool guy, also as far as uh, instant photography and stuff that blows me away. I, I love I love even though some people find him questionable. I I I always been a fan of Terry Richardson, and and I also like uh, I don't know who shoot pictures for American Apparel, but those are interesting looking girls. I mean they're pretty and cute, but. I don't know. Earthly is the right word, but they seem more accessible compared to some Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue girls. Mm-hmm. Those girls look too perfect. And uh, um, but what what but what do you think it is about Japanese people, Japanese men that they're? It seems like there's a, like a pretty good tradition. Like they're really good with erotic pictures and like liking it, have an eye for them. Because I don't hear too many tradition from. Korea or China or not? I mean, do you? I mean, uh, to be honest, nothing. Only in Japan, um, I have I have some theories on it, but but well, what's is uh, what's it like in South Korea? Is it is porn legal? Um, I don't even know. Going going back to what David Cho says, something about because Germans and Japanese may. Uh, they they were like evil during World War Two. They make the worst porn and whatnot. Yeah. But um, I think they they're comfortable with it. Maybe they, they there was tradition of freedom of uh, not being worrying about nudity. Mm. That shit didn't start until Christian missionaries showed up in Japan. But to me, I think Korean people have a lot of problems because if you're Asian, you're already born with shame, yeah. and because most Korean people As are it should be. And, more, and, and <laughs> but and, but because most Korean and shame is like everywhere in Japan and China, but because most Korean people are also Christian, they have guilt. I think there's just a problem. We all gonna grow up with one or other, but the fact that they have both. Mm-hmm. So when when David used to say like Japanese are crazy, or whatever, I I just think there's more problem in Korea. I would imagine because of those too much of those guilt and shame. You should. We're all gonna grow up with one, but to have both of them, I think that's just a problem. I think. Yeah. Well, well the reason I ask is like you were asking about erotic photography. If, I think most if, of those places. If it's banned, you're not gonna come up with some. Most of those places import shit from Japan. Yeah. That that's why I think some uh, older generation of Chinese and Koreans are worried because. Japanese pop cultures are really definitely taking over a lot, a lot of those places when it comes to that sort of thing. And no Asian country could match that erotic stuff from Japan. I just don't think they can. I, I just think just, there's been long tradition of doing that in Japan and they really don't feel like there's some, anything wrong with that. There might be some somebody, you know, there might be some guy, somebody experimenting and stuff in China or like yeah. we don't know about. And but it's, it's, it's but dangerous. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's it's it comes with how they they program us and shit. You know, government's yeah. got control, and it's. I mean, I don't know if sub- subversive is the right word, but I mean, they, they they use techniques and they control people to as as society to you know do this or do that. This is acceptable. This is not. Sure. So in Japan, I mean, I don't know. It's like it starts with the comic books. You know, it starts with the shit that's okay when you're young. Yeah. You know, and then. What shit's okay for teenagers? What's okay for you know young adults? And so it's like, I guess it's just a different curve as far as acceptability and. My my, I I, I'm 
looking at it from an outsider, so I don't really know, but my impression of Japanese culture is there isn't really that, uh, that, uh, age, um, there aren't age barriers like that, but maybe I'm just not seeing it. It seemed to me like there's not really anything that they don't say only suitable for 16 and up over there. You know, it just seems like the, the kids just naturally gravitate toward what they gravitate well, toward. Well, they see already in the manga, which is comic book in Japan, Yeah, I mean, too. mangas are completely... Everybody, anybody can read the most vile shit mm -hmm. in a comic book. I mean, that's just a given. You, it, any, it doesn't matter who you are. I, I thought when you say age, I thought you meant other direction, which is Japan probably have a least amount of stigma in Asia where if older person want to fuck, like a really old person, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's more old, uh, old man, like 80 or something, fucking young girls. Yeah, like that. And, and that's a fetish thing yeah. too, you know? Yeah. And then... Um, this that guy, he just retired. That was like he was old guy. He, he was, was fucking. The old, the, yeah, the old guy. he started fucking when he was like fifty-five, sixty or something. He there for twenty years. He's in those fetish movies, like the. Old he's man he's an old man, the fucking you young know, women. You probably recognize him if you saw him. He's like, yeah. He's always There's a few of them now. I've caught a few. Yeah. Uh, once again, I don't think you'll see somebody creating products like that in the rest of Asia. I just. Uh, yeah, maybe. Oh. No, I don't. I don't. I don't want to say it's a respect thing because there's Japanese people that respect it. It's just the. I just we just think it's normal to have those feelings. Or it's just the spectrum of people, you yeah. know. Because I mean, in every every country, I mean, you have your you know very conservative people, very liberal people, and it's just where does that scale slide, you know? Because how conservative are the conservative? How liberal are the liberal? Sure. You know? Maybe in Japan, the conservative are very, very, very conservative, and the liberal are freaking very, very liberal, you know? Whereas in America, you have the same, but it's more gray, you know? I, I just think, uh, we'll finish with this, uh, uh, you know, uh, are you familiar with Camille Paglia, the, the feminist? He's, she's considered as anti-feminist feminist. She's a big pro-porn and... What's, Pro, the, what's the name again? Camille Paglia. Some people pronounce him like Paglia, but I think oh. the G is yeah, silent. Yeah, Italian is yeah. Yeah, Paglia. But um, she's Italian-American, but I agree with her. Like, there's a three cultures that really appreciate aesthetic and beauty, which is French, Italian, and Japanese. Because even the food, presentation of food in those three cultures is presented in a beautiful way. But, you know, once again, I'm biased. When you see attractive person naked that's so aesthetically pleasing you know it's um it sells stuff that's what we have it on that yeah so yeah absolutely and you know even the homoerotic stuff like david is that in florence i think it is the statue of it it's it's just just aesthetically beautiful you know so maybe it has something to do with extension of japanese culture of nature because japanese love nature and they see gods in nature and onsen which is like public bath they lo literally mm -hmm. like those mm -hmm. baths in nature and mountains and stuff. So, mm -hmm. seeing naked and things like that, maybe we're just more comfortable. And plus, Freudian thought psychology really hasn't penetrated Japanese mind. It's not a big tradition there. And two, Japanese are not Christian. We don't have that stigma of nudity. It's just it's strange. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's a big. Yeah, it's a big thing. It's a very it's a strange. I, I think the Christianity gives people really unhealthy attitude about that. That's why I think it's bad when uh, when you see Korean people that um, the guilt and shame being Christian, you know. But I think Korean people generally like to be on their knees and believe in the celestial power, like Christopher Hitchens say. Mm -hmm. They believe in dictator in North Korea or Jesus in uh, South Korea. But um, I I just think it's okay. To, I just think 
if you look at nude stuff in moderation, it's okay. But I guess I'm a we are minorities, or people call us perverts. So. Yeah. Uh, By that you mean Asians? <laughs> yes, we're very perverts. Um, all right. Well, t- remind everybody your website. Let's finish this. Thing. Uh, website is, uh, is Tumblr blog www.checkingnoir.tumblr.com. It's, yeah. And C H E K I N O I R dot T U M B L R. What's your Twitter site? Uh, Twitter is at Checking Noir, same spelling C H E K I N O I R. Yeah, at Checking Noir. Hit me up. And uh, our good friend Rick, who is uh, smart and inquisitive because he's 90 years old. Um, like I said, 93, 93, you know, uh, if you have, uh, um, opportunity for Rick, he's, he, he want to live in Japan, um, find him, help him, um, or just say hi, just say hi. And what's your, uh, Twitter account? It's, uh, at Toastubber, T-O-E-S-T-U-B-B-E-R. Dot com. Okay. So yeah. Not dot com. Okay. Well, oh, sorry. Um, so, um, yeah, if you have a question for Rick, he has years in adult business. Um, if you have some suggestion for Japan, in fact, I we would appreciate it if you have connection foreign business in Japan. I um I would like to check that stuff. Um, I'd like to know more about it. So if you have a connection in Japan about that sort of things, we would love to hear it. And uh, if you have any suggestion or or if you're just happen to be an attractive girl, want to be taking picture by checking right here, contact <laughs> him. Um, I guess that's it. So. Anyway, um, go yoshiden dot com if you can donate. Uh, download my iPhone app and. Uh, you still selling those T-shirts? I have to find a new T-shirt guy. It's a problem, uh-huh. and um, some people ask, but um, you know, um, I don't know what happened to my friend Dave, but uh, I think he's having a personal problem. He can't do it anymore. So uh, I hope you're doing okay, Dave. So, but. Uh, Thanks for listening, and uh, and uh, if you're listening to this, Clayton, thanks for listening to the show, and uh, we will talk to you guys soon. Bye.